I'm waiting for the Star Wars Guys podcast. <laughs> They'll be back on Wednesday at 8.30. I love it. I'm waiting for, for my family. Wa- for the Star Wars Guys. The They're starting They'll be back. Bit. On Wednesday. They're starting a bit late tonight, but they'll be back. <laughs> starting a bit late tonight. Welcome immediately back. Roast our, uh, immediately roast ourselves for you being have late. To. Self-deprecating. Well, you play with, you yeah, have fun that's it. our style. Nate <laughs> loves a good purge. If you watched last episode, <laughs> you'll get that reference. Uh, a good purge. Welcome back. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening wherever podcasts can be listened nowadays, yeah. there's a lot of places, I think. Yeah. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the Star Wars Guys podcast. We are your hosts, as always. I am Mike. This is uh, Nate. Nate. Nate, who are Hello you? Tell there. Him. You're Nate. Hello there. Uncle, I, you know. sp- I, I didn't bury the lead. I said your name ahead of it. I usually <laughs> say, and you know him oh, well. Well, Uncle. Uncle. Uncle of Bastoon. No, <laughs> Uncle of Bastoon. <laughs> That's my new Star Wars name. <laughs> Anything, <laughs> so Anything with two syllables whoa, whoa, of Bastoon whoa, whoa, works. This is Nathan of Bastoon. Oh, man. Nathan of Bastoon. But, uh, yeah, we got a fun episode uh, tonight. We're going to talk about why right. we love, wait for it, this could be controversial, could why be. we love the sequels, the sequels. Yeah. why we love the sequel trilogy, why we love, you could maybe expand and say why we love the Disney era of Star Wars. Yeah. Why we, uh, why we, I don't know, well, we'll save that because that's what the episode's for. <laughs> but that's what we're going to talk about. Nate, yeah. before, uh, before we get into yeah. it, what do you have to tell the people? <laughs> If you've been here the last couple of weeks, we want to mention our upcoming giveaway. Uh, we will be giving a so that once we hit five thousand subs, we're approaching four thousand now. Once we hit five thousand subs on YouTube, we are going to do a live giveaway here on our channel. We've got Funko Pops, Star Wars phone cases. We've got merchandise that coming. That's cool. Yeah, some shirts and stuff. We're gonna. I think we should get add, some stuff just start away. throwing in some more stuff. If we're going to accumulate some more. Just start adding more, things. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Maybe we could think I'll throw something in there. A trip to Galaxy? No. <laughs> you could win a new car. No. But yeah, we're going to be doing that stuff. So if you guys don't already um, have the notification bell for our channel turned on, make sure to turn that on because you will not want to miss that live episode. you got to be there live when we do the giveaway. And anybody that's there will be eligible to, uh, to win some prizes, some things. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, diving into why we love the sequels. Can right. I preface just a little bit? Yeah, Do yeah, it. Go for if it. We talk about on this podcast, we are a positive mindset, right? Right. And we've mentioned from the Overwin Kenobi series that we are compassion leaves a trail. Yeah. We, we want that to be true That's of us. Right. And what did Rose say in The Last Jedi? We don't yeah. win by killing what we hate. We win by... Saving what we Saving love. What we right. love. So we are saying we love these, and we're going to talk about the positives that we like. We're not going right. to try to bash anybody who disagrees or right. say why no. they're all they're all wrong. Even though we might chant morons from time to time, morons, <laughs> we're going to be we're going to focus on the things that we love, yeah. not necessarily things that we right. Hate. And this does not mean that if we say we love this movie or that movie that we think everything we stand behind every single moment in this entire movie no. that it was exactly perfect no we're just there's things we change in every movie every tv show of star wars right. and yeah there's things that we like so we just want to highlight some of the things, I like the stuff things and like. i think it could be i think a fun part of this discussion could naturally lead into also when we're let's we're talking about this specific movie and i'm sure some things will come up of like Listen, I'll be honest. Not my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> right. There's, right. There's stuff throughout, just like we yeah. say there is in every Star Wars movie. Um, going back to even the original trilogy, which we love and so many of us hold 
so near and dear to our hearts because that right. for a lot of us that's how we got into Star Wars. Whether it was your first time watching the prequels, which there's definitely some things there, the originals or the sequels or animated shows, there are things that that connect with you more than others. There are things that there are comedy beats in some of the sequel movies that I'm like, I love that. And then there are comedy beats in the same movie that I go, swing and a miss for me, which is okay. Someone else might have which loved that. Is yeah. Which is true of fine. every movie. It's true of every movie. Every movie. There <laughs> are moments is. you're like, eh, when Rocky goes, I want to know how. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> I want to know how. Exactly. How come? I want to know how. That, Listen, I there love. There are moments in every movie. Yeah, I love, love Rocky. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I was just yeah. talking about this how. the other day. I love Rocky Four. I mean, as a kid growing up, Rocky Four was one of my favorites, if not my favorite at yeah. the time, because it was like it had the training montage. Because it had, again, it took a while. It probably took a little bit longer for me to realize that one was a better movie. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Because I was like, but he's jacked in I four, mean, and on. he's doing all this stuff. Uh, it took, and again, if you want to pick and choose, like, is it realistic that Rocky's boxing match ended the Cold War? Like, that's a bit of a stretch. It's a bit of a stretch that the or, Russian embassy would go, Rocky, Rocky. Or the guy that has 2,100 pounds per punch. He could hit him 97 times. Like, this, the so same, so guy, the so same guy who connected with Apollo Creed's temple and was killed yeah. immediately. That Your game plan Rocky, is to let him hit because you because of Rocky's, as much as he my wants. My, my plan is to wear him out. You're now taking 100 grenades to the head. <laughs> I don't care what mental fortitude you have. The Welcome skull to the is Rocky so Four podcast, and we <laughs> this love is, it. We love it, Rocky, and this is this Rocky. is all to say. There will be some things like this we talk about. They're like, hey, not my favorite, right? But I think where where not not to, to lift us podcast. up and put others down, but where I think we try to um, always err on the side of is having those things that we joke, just like when people joke about the oh, uh, Anakin and Sand. It ain't that kind of movie. Anakin and Sand. It's not, you know, it's probably not the greatest written line. It comes off a little awkward, too. There's some directing issues there, writing stuff. Great. Does it ruin the prequels for me? No. No. There's there's so much there that I love. And there's other problems, and and you have to weigh those. But all that to say, with uh, with the sequels, there's a lot of stuff that we really love in here. And there'll be some stuff that we bring up. They're like, oh, not my favorite. So I don't think you'll hear all of us. I don't think any of us will be like, this is why this movie is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. It's the greatest <laughs> movie to ever come out in in yeah. in cinematic history because of this. And anyone who disagrees is a right. moron, moron, <laughs> moron, moron. So, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Before we dive into it, I just want to welcome everybody that's in the chat. Welcome. We got J-Man. Dude, where's my car? Welcome. Like oh, welcome. Welcome. Uh, All right. Is Ash, is that J-Man coming out hot <laughs> saying uh, the last Jedi equals elite top tier. Ooh. Don't at me. <laughs> oh, we'll get into that. Right. I like it. We'll get into like that, J-Man. I like Revin, it. Revan, what's going on? Welcome to chat, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Revan? Yeah, feel free to uh, we're, we're join heavy along in the conversation <laughs> as we go about this and comment things that you like, or maybe it's something you dislike or something, but you want us to touch on that topic, feel free to, to throw those in the chat while we're talking to them. We'll make sure to, to talk about it and address those. So is there anything... Off the top of your head that just immediately overall, maybe not a specific movie, but overall sequels, why why you enjoy the sequels as a whole? I mean, from a just real life standpoint, I think that it's, and we'll get into the specifics of, of the movies themselves, um, but one thing that jumps, when we were talking about this as a possible topic discussion. You mean like an hour ago? Yeah. 
<laughs> don't let them know. Wait, don't let them know we actually prepared for we this. Planned ahead. That's that's a long <laughs> way time ahead this week. Um, one the one of the first things that jumps into my mind is one of the reasons, not the only reason. One of the reasons I love the sequels is that without Disney purchasing Star Wars, I would have never. We wouldn't have this podcast. Yeah. We wouldn't have. Uh, new weekly shows, movies that are coming out every few years. There are so. Yeah. There's actually what's what's crazy now, is to think that there are there is more Star Wars that has come out after Disney than there was that was before yeah, Disney. That's crazy. Um. Now again, wasn't it would be now five films that have come out after mm-hmm. six that came out before. Yeah. No TV shows before except for Clone Wars was right. was started before special. in the holiday special. <laughs> And then you have the uh, are they related? Are they not related? The Ewok adventure, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, canon adjacent, I'd say. And then you have you know, Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, multiple seasons of Mandalorian. You've got Obi Wan Kenobi. Entertainment hours we have well surpassed. We have well surpassed. Yeah, we yeah. have a lot. Although yeah. Clone Wars is long. Clone Wars is long. <laughs> Clone Wars is long. There's a lot. That's there. true. That's true. Um, Maybe, throw in Rebels, Mando, uh, Rebels, not. Mando, Visions, Boba Fett, we've Visions, got Resistance. Seven. We've got a bunch of stuff yeah. coming. Uh, bad batch, but so one of the things I love that we are getting new Star Wars. I will say, and I know Nate, you've mentioned on the podcast before that as much as I've grown up with Star Wars and always loved Star Wars, and we've talked Star Wars for many years. Yeah, Uncle can attest this. Well before we had a podcast, we were sitting around talking like this, holding microphones. Actually, no, we weren't holding. They weren't plugged in. They no. weren't plugged in, but we were like, eh. mentally, we're all yeah, just plugged someday. <laughs> Back then. 20 years ago, we're like, if a podcast is a thing, eventually, <laughs> we will do this. We want to um, have one. But it, it, it re- reignited my love for Star Wars is greater than ever. Yeah. Um, and I don't... And I, one of the reasons yeah. is that we've gotten gotten the stuff. I think I love the originals more now than ever. That's what I was going to say, is going off that, just not just I, the new stuff. I think about it a lot yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Not just the new stuff. The originals, the prequels, my love for all of Star Wars, those included, has grown exponentially because Star Wars has been irrelevant, like not irrelevant, been relevant right. again with the purchase of Disney and the content still coming. I mean, you could, I don't know the statistics, but I could assume maybe 99% of Star Wars creators on YouTube and TikTok and all these platforms wouldn't be doing what they're doing now without Disney purchasing Star Wars, without the sequels, without all of it, because people wouldn't really be talking about it. They would have moved on to other things. It's the reason why we're not doing a Rocky podcast. <laughs> That's exactly. Right. Even though exactly. they're still making Rocky movies, it's not quite... Uh, yeah. I would love a Back to the Future mind. podcast. Oh, man. Because that'd be great. There's not a ton of weekly Breaking Back to Future news. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. The closest no. we have is that Christopher Lloyd has been cast in The Mandalorian. Right? Yeah. That's our, that would yeah, be exactly. our, the, the right. beginning and end of our week of that podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's so much that's come out that's that's new that gets me excited because of it. But then if we're talking specifics about the actual sequels, and we'll get a real deep dive into each of the movies here in a few in a few moments, but um, just from an overarching, like over just you know complete, uh, just looking now at the completion of what they called the the Skywalker saga, yeah, and now getting this final trilogy of movies. There's also just so much in there that I love that having seen now those core nine movies and then plus the two spinoff um, films with Rogue One and Solo, it's, there's some of my favorite Star Wars stuff we've ever gotten. Oh each of those movies, goodness. each of those three yeah. movies, especially if we're just focusing right now mainly on Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rise of Skywalker, each of those movies I think had moments that had me tear up 
while watching them. Rise oh, yeah. Skywalker, many moments that made me tear up. Um, but then there's also like so many cool moments that I think is important. Star Wars has always had this this cool element to it. There's this hopeful element that would, that Kathleen Kennedy yeah. and George Lucas have said for many years is so important. Right. There's there's things that I think of in whether it's a weekly basis or a very frequent basis that just relates to my own life. There's life lessons in there that I'm like, there's quotes that sometimes when I'm like, Hey, this is what I need that I know yeah. I need to do this. or I need to step up and do this, or I need to, uh, learn from this mistake and move on. It sound it might sound yeah. cheesy as a, as a 30 year old, but there are moments and there are lessons that Luke Skywalker learns in the last Jedi. And there's that, a reason why that lesson is taught to Luke as an older you know, person than a child. Yeah. It's showing that even an older adult who's this legend can still learn these lessons and still grow from it to go on and teach these to the next generation to come, you know. And one one of the final kind of over just overall things, and I'll I'll pass off to one of you guys, is also one of the big questions that we all had coming into Force Awakens. And we're fans of the prequels here. But everyone talked about this is the first Star Wars film since then. And JJ's even said in interviews, everyone was like, will we get that original Star Wars feel that we all fell in love with, with uh, the lived-in feeling, the uh, even though there's still a lot of, a lot right. of um, uh, you know, computer animation, CGI stuff. I remember the making of a uh, documentary where they're doing behind-the-scenes stuff for Force Awakens, and it's uh, Mark Hamill, who's ends up being hardly in that film at all. He's he's there at the very end. But he's talking about how, uh, he's talking about it's real locations, it's practical effects. He's like, it's the Star Wars you guys know, but you don't know this story, this part of it. He's like, it's it's very much the story you know, but it's something that's new and fresh, but it very much feels like it's coming home. Like it's, the the Chewie were, were home is not just a moment for Han Solo, but it felt like all of us as Star Wars fans seeing that trailer and being like, we're coming back to, uh, and that's not even yeah. necessarily a shot at the prequels. It had been 20 years since we got pre- prequels the almost. That we're like, yeah, we're, that we're getting exactly, we're it's been 20 years since the Falcon. We're, we're back in that. Um, yeah. So there's just so much there that, that uh, I mean, shoot, it's been since 2014 would have been the trailer. 2015 was when Force Awakens came out. Or now I have even nostalgia for that time period. I saw a picture today on <laughs> social know. media of someone said, "Do you remember how just how kind and and hopeful everyone was going into when this trailer Force came Awakens? out?" I know. And uh, mm-hmm. and even though all three of us are very pleased with what came after that, there's discourse and there's people who yeah. want to put stuff down, and that's part of the age of internet and social media and stuff like that. But right. um, yeah, overall thoughts when you guys think of, we'll dive into the movies, but overall thoughts of of. Uh, when you think of the sequel trilogies, what comes to mind, Uncle? You, what do you think? Well, my first thought when you said that was, I don't get angry at people that hate the sequels. Mm-hmm. It actually, is, it actually, I feel sad because there's there's so much there to enjoy, and yeah. they and they don't. Yeah, I I would rather. I mean, it doesn't. I don't get angry. It, you have it doesn't affect you. Yeah, it doesn't. I'm just more sad because we came to this place where these three great movies have come out, and they're not they're not able to enjoy them. They, yeah. they yeah. don't get it. For whatever reason, mm-hmm. right? You know, uh, for me, what I love about the sequels, you hit on it. I don't think I ever cried. I never cried in episode one, two, three, four, yeah. five, six. I did in seven. I did in eight. I did in nine. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, they're same. just there. There are little moments. I'm not weeping, but 
But there yeah. are moments that yeah. it just yeah, inconsolable. You. That it but, hit you. Yeah. Han and Chewie so, coming back, seeing the Ben and Han. And ben and Han. Like, oh my goodness! I, I've Luke watched and, that Luke scene so many times. Leia, Last Jedi. Even the I scene mean, with Ray and Ben, where they're when they're pulling from his mind. Yeah. And yeah. Perhaps the greatest acting sequence in in any Star Wars movies happened in seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. So, so the emotional the the moments for me, movies are about moments. I remember moments from the movies and that feeling in those moments then sticks with me. I like that. And it's not the about moments, the whole yeah. thing. It's about those moments. And if you create those moments, they last and these sequels have some of the best moments in Star Wars. Yeah. Emotional. But also I have no problem whatsoever with how we ended Han Solo's journey. Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, I, I don't like that he died, but we all die. Yeah. yeah. Right? And in a sense, he died. His death brought then about the possibility of redemption for Ben later. Yeah. That's the thing. Of yeah. What, what happens so, in episode nine adds to seven so much. That's right. The way he that. went out. That's that right. That moment makes the, it's the, it, when you talk about the, it's, we talked, not to, not to step on this at all, but just yeah. to add what you were just saying. We had a discussion a couple of weeks ago about why does Obi-Wan not kill Vader at the end of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series? And we talk about like, well, what are the actual logistics of why he doesn't do it in that moment? And it's kind of up for debate. But what we do know is that if he would have done that there, Luke's, if he had killed him there, Luke Skywalker does not overcome the Emperor in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because he needed or his father's help to do that. Things, yeah, yeah go a different yeah. way. They right? go a different way. I mean, right. There's, there's a number of things that 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 change because of that, and that uh, ultimately, Han is the only one. Even Luke in in Last Jedi is like, it's not going to go the way you think. That's right. I can't reach Ben. Ray, you can't reach Ben, even though you connect with yeah. him. Mm-hmm. You're not going to pull him out of this. That's right. It's only. And again, Ray helps with with the way she heals him, and maybe that kind of gets his heart in a place too. But it's it's the Han, it's the it's memory. The father, he doesn't throw the lightsaber and, and realize and until he sees and brought about by Leia. Han. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so I talk about the 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 resolution of my favorite characters of our original three. Yeah, we get a resolution to Han Solo's arc and how he brings about redemption for Ben. We get a resolution for Luke, which I have no problem for i have mm-hmm. no no problem with how that went out no none whatsoever and we get resolution to uh maybe not the way we had thought it would go for Leia, yeah. and i think it's very poetic seven is han solo mm-hmm. eight is luke skywalker nine is leia and those characters as much as we like them they can't make movies forever no so and unfortunately we, the they real world stuff with, with carrie fisher there are things that's that right. happen too yeah. we yeah. have an opportunity for them to to leave the star wars universe in a way that's noble in a way yeah. that's yeah. powerful and each of them in a different way brought about something good yeah by their death and we saw that in the sequels without that um luke is forever young and han solo is luke is forever the jedi that never did anything yeah he's forever the jedi that han solo is forever the the reformed smuggler who we never got to see the future leia is the jedi who never was yeah those are all things that we never got right without the sequels yeah what's interesting is you kind of forget a little bit as a kid growing up i think of luke skywalker in return of the jedi as um 
as fully formed Jedi. He's yeah. not. No, in he's Return not. Of the Jedi, I just even listen to what Yoda actually tells him. Mm-hmm. Luke's like, so I am a Jedi. He says, not yet. No. So you have to go face Vader. Mm-hmm. And you have to go, like, this is the last thing standing. Because it's funny, because in episode, uh, in, um, you know, in episode five, in Empire Strikes Back, he tells Luke, do not go face Vader. You're not ready. And Luke's like, I have to go save my friends. Right. And Luke doesn't end up getting there in time to save his friends. The stuff with Han happens. Mm-hmm. Leia is not rescued because of Luke. It's because Lando turns and helps them. And that Luke yeah. goes there and he does exactly what Yoda said would happen is he falls into a trap. Right. And he loses his hand because of it. And luckily, Vader wasn't really trying to kill him or else he would have yeah. done it right then. He mm-hmm. wasn't even close to ready. And Vader's toying with him that whole fight and just starts throwing stuff at him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then in, in Return of the Jedi, you're like, oh, he's but he's had some training and a little bit of time have passed. But then it's very specific that he's like, so he's talking with Yoda before Yoda so dies. So I am a Jedi. He's like, no. Not yet. You have to go. You. This is your final thing. You have to. But then when you talk about what we never saw is we end with him just becoming a becoming Jedi. Becoming a Jedi. And that was it. Right. And as much as we love that, and for a long time we thought that was going to be it. Right. I mean, if you're, it's funny now when everything, especially in today's uh, society with the Marvel stuff and the Star Wars stuff, we're always wondering what happens afterwards for Ray. That's right. What happens with the new school? What happens with Luke? What what right. is this the biggest challenge he ever faced? Was as a twenty five mm-hmm. year old? Does anything else happen? What that's ends right. up? And yeah, that's where Ray is at now. Exactly. And then getting to see Luke and have a different role. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Having this. Luke yeah. getting to see the more and again, there's a reason <laughs> we'll get into a lot of the Last Jedi, especially uh but there's a reason why I come back to The Last Jedi for lessons and for things that I love about that movie more and more. Um, and and I loved it right when I saw it, but we've talked about it. It was a movie more than any Star Wars movie I've ever seen where I I had to like decompress afterwards. Like I saw it and was wow. like... It's funny. The first man, time I saw it... I just see? We and both was, were like, is it? I don't know how I feel about this yet, honestly. And now, I mean, looking back, and rewatching. There were a stuff. number of things. One of the things that I had to come to grips with was, uh, I think, Uncle, you hit it too. Was it wasn't I had any problem with Luke going out. It was like accepting that the hero I looked at that was the end. I saw yeah, the end of it. Yeah. His time had come. Yeah. But then, what's so interesting is, and some other people point this out as well. Not saying that you have to love Luke's. Luke's journey or all that stuff. It's one of my favorite parts of The Last Jedi is mm-hmm. Luke's journey. Yeah. And there are some people who are like, oh, the way he went out. Not my this favorite, or this. Yeah. If you have a problem specifically with Luke's death, my question, and we brought on the podcast before, we brought it up before, would be what would have been better? Would you have rather seen Luke go out and fight Ben mm-hmm. and be killed, bested by a student? That's yeah. not the... Talk about not my Luke Skywalker. Yeah. That can't work. That's not that's that's not the Luke Skywalker that we know. You want to see just what's going to be more heartbreaking. Seeing the Jedi that we love go out as a symbol of hope and peace and purpose and, and igniting the flame that's going to burn the First Order down, like they say at the end of... Uh, Confront uh, the whole First Order with a laser sword? Or, <laughs> right. or just Stand be down. bested and be like, oh, you're just not that good, Luke, and be killed by... It. No, I don't want to see that. Like That mm-hmm. would be way, to me, that'd be way worse than what we got. Yeah. What we got was felt very satisfying to me. The only thing I, and I didn't even wrestle with, but the only internal like uh, feeling down about it was it's like, like, he's actually gone. It was actually gone. Yeah. Like it's, it was feeling like that. Um, had yeah. a little bit of that with Han Solo. And arguably the, real, the strongest Jedi 
move or ability I think we've ever seen on screen. Oh yeah, uh, there's so much. I well, mean, there's we, so much there. And if if you haven't read Shadow of the Sith, the Adam Christopher book, they bear out some of those abilities in the yeah. book, and you sh- they step into those farther. How Luke discovered kind of oh wow, how does that's how this works? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So there's again, there's yeah, so much anyway. there. But I think that when when we talk about what are some of this and this could be part of this fun discussion too. When we talk about what we love about them, some of the characters we just talked about, the big three, um, I think, and then include Lando. I love Lando's role in Episode Nine. Like, <laughs> yeah. it was uh, perfect. It was so him. good well, to have well. him, to have him there. Right. I think, especially with the absence, which is kind of funny because I don't think it's intentional. But I do know that listening to, to some behind-the-scenes podcasts and everything, that one of the big reasons that Billy D. Williams was cast in Empire Strikes Back was that George Lucas was not confident that he was going to be able to get Han, get that Han. he was going to get he Harrison back. Another, uh, and he needed scoundrel. someone who was – there's a reason why there's also similarities. The smooth They're smuggler. charismatic, <laughs> all this. That's right. And a lot of people maybe – don't know or maybe have forgotten that it's one of George's set. It's one of the reasons he froze him in Carbonite. Yeah. Was that he can either say this is kind of the end of him, like he's dead, but if I can talk Harrison to coming back, we can bring, we can him, bring back. him back. Yeah. yeah. But then also we introduce this charismatic character who, if we lose Harrison Ford, we've got Billy D and he's going to be great. And then, Which, then he'll be the new big three. You know, in the 21st century, we talk about retconning. Does that not what that is? <laughs> I mean, that's like, yeah. that's, he wrote the script based on contract negotiations. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, how do, we're okay with that? So while he yeah, wrote the I am. script, I'm so, fine. so while it may, well, so while it maybe stinks that in in the new era we didn't get any Han and Lando interacting, <laughs> like maybe that stinks that we didn't yeah. get any Han and yeah. Lando interacting. But what's funny is what we did get is the real life fulfill of they lost Harrison after seven because Han dies. And then right. in nine, they they, Did exactly get, they, they get Lando back as, as the uh, the charismatic older gentleman that they need for yeah. to kind of fill that role. And then yeah. also just navigating the the horrible real life tragedy of what happened with Carrie Fisher is right. obviously was sad. It was such a sad thing, and and also obviously had uh, impact into what they were going to do with the story. I couldn't have imagined both Ryan to to see one. What Ryan was able to do with episode eight and have that happen and have it not feel like his felt like a goodbye love letter to it Princess did. Leia with the Luke stuff and the Leia stuff. Right. And what are you looking at me for? Follow him. And she's like passing the torch. And then JJ to follow that up by going, actually, we've got some footage we never used. Yeah. That we can do this in a way. And maybe it's not all all perfect. And some of it you can tell they're, they're, yeah. they're, redoing some scenes like using her minimal minimal dialogue but to me right. it never takes me out of the movie at all not no. at all no and, and if you and i don't like to compare but we are i will i mean <laughs> i love i love uh mark hamill carrie fisher harrison ford but i mean really when you john boyega Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, Oscar Isaac Adam, Adam Driver, Adam Driver, Adam Adam Driver. Adam Driver. these guys are I like mean, Come on, these they're, guys they're are, all writing the. They're all, they've all got an amazing future yeah. already ahead of them. Just their acting chops. Yeah, we we had the acting in the sequels is is far beyond anything. It's so good. The casting there, the casting was unbelievable there. Yeah. As far as those, I mean, Adam Driver. Uh, I mean, I've heard other actors who have worked with Adam Driver who are like, 
he might be as good as any actor in Hollywood. Yeah, they're like he's there's a reason he's in everything right now. Right, Oscar yeah, Isaac. Oscar after. Isaac is unbelievable. He's yeah. such a good actor. Um, Daisy Ridley was was the biggest uh, unknown kind of of all of them coming right. into it. Even John Boyega yeah. had been in a in a little bit more stuff than she had. And we've talked about she is unbelievable as as, as an actor and all. And we we kind of quote the even just the way she says Chewy. Like when she screams it out right. of this, uh, like panic that she thinks she just accidentally killed, yeah, um, Chewbacca. That uh, behind the scenes thing, JJ was talking about the scene in Seven mm-hmm. when she's crying and he's getting into her brain, yeah, and then <laughs> going, to, and then she's like, "Is that okay? Yes, <laughs> we do it again. Sure, boom, she's right back in it and just tears. Like that's." Unbelievable. I remember seeing, I think uh, they had shown now after the completion too, they showed like some of her audition. Yeah. So, like, or just maybe it was even, maybe it was even JJ talking about like her just reading the pages of that and, and like full it. on doing it. And she's like, oh my gosh. How do you like, find that here? <laughs> and this is, JJ Abrams has worked with a lot of people. Yeah. And he's like, you are unbelievable. Right. Um, Nate, what so, you yeah, think? it's. Thoughts. Let's finally get to you. I mean, overall, yeah. I mean, same thing you guys are saying. Back to one, bringing Disney or bringing Star Wars back to being relevant again. Yeah. I mean, one thing, but bringing the the main cat, the big three, getting some redemption there. Now, I will say one of the biggest arguments I see from people that dislike what the way the trilogy played out was that. They weren't on screen together, all three of them. Yeah. Which I could get that because a lot of people here, they're coming back. You want to see them together. So I right. get that. That would have been a cool thing At to see. At least not would've much. Been, yeah. 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 Would, it would have been a cool cool thing to see. Good moment. But I think each of their interactions individually, I mean, it's hard to top Luke's moment with Leia. Mm-hmm. Coming back and just the look in their eyes and the way the dialogue goes, knowing Han's gone, knowing... There's so much communication in the acting and what they say there that reflect Luke feeling sad about Ben, feeling responsible, but realizing that he's also overcome everything that he's been hiding from for the last however many years. Mm -hmm. And then to go out and confront the First Order and kind of be the spark, the legend that they all wanted to still 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 be there. I mean, there's just so many good moments. Obviously, there's there's things that you could say I maybe would have done differently or weren't my favorite. But like, for instance, a lot of people like to go to the Canto Bite, like, oh, that wasn't my favorite moment. And that was yeah. kind of a side story. And then it ended up they didn't find the Master Codebreaker in the end, all that stuff. I get some of the, when you hear some of the reasoning why that was necessary for the characters, I get that. Could there have been a different route to do that and get the same point across? Maybe. But I mean, a lot of that stuff comes down to like preference of what people want. So right. like, if you preferred something else, that's one thing and that's totally fine. I mean, people can prefer different things to have played out differently, but there's so many things about the dialogue. Mike, you touched on it too, the different lessons. I mean, I keep coming back. You guys know my favorite quote. I think we talked about this last week is the last Jedi quote of the greatest teacher failure is, is arguably one of the best lessons in all of Star Wars. I mean, it completely mm-hmm. sums up the whole theme of Star Wars and hope yeah. that you're still providing hope, but doing that through a way of teaching the failures so that the next generation can learn from what you've done wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just, there's a lot of lessons well, and, and life lessons that Ryan is so, yeah, sorry to interrupt you. I just thought of them. Ryan is so deep in the, in eight, we hear failure. The best teacher is, you know, that all three missions failed by the way, all of them. Yeah. Failed, which makes it like, 
It's not an accident. Cantobite was about failure. It's the whole point of that. It's the middle movie of the trilogy, and he's trying to take all the big characters and face them against what could possibly be the hardest thing that they need to come... What's the biggest challenge that these characters need to come across? Right. So then it can be resolved going into the finale of of the saga, or in this case, the trilogy, the sequels. Because knowing there's another film to be made, you don't have to spend half the movie resolving that and answering it and then doing it. This whole movie is supposed to be about... What's the biggest challenge for each of these characters? What are like really breaking them down and showing right what is it you're doing? What's your purpose? All of them trying to find out that Ray's whole thing is who am I? Mm-hmm. What's my plan in this whole thing? Like what's going on? Right. So yeah, when I say failed, we all of the missions failed until he said failure the best teacher is. Yeah. Yep. Then they go to crate and now they realize resolution, uh, yeah. But Ray Ray trying to turn Kylo failed. Yep. Right. Them the trying to escape from failed. them trying to escape from the Star Destroyer failed. Haldo had to come in, shooting down the ships. They were failing, escaping. Canto Bite failed. Right. Master Codebreaker. All of that was a failure. Yeah. They failed getting in. All of those were failures. And Ryan is telling us this movie is about failure, and all of them learned that there's failure. The best teacher is. It's also. I, I think it's. I don't. It's totally in his. That's the point. Totally. Yeah. And I love well, it because it's so deep. I love Ryan's stuff because it is so deep and there's so much there that he. It's so obvious once you see it that right. oh, this was so intentional of what Ryan was doing here, and there's so much that's consistent throughout his movie where he sets something up. He does this a lot with a lot of his movies, and like uh, even sometimes it's more on the nose, like. Um, um, you know the game is afoot, and and, and yeah, right, so talking about the blood <laughs> right. knives out, and it's it's genius. But like if you if you've been listening all along, the answers are there, yeah. right? And when we talk about the Last Jedi, one, it's interesting because it's so consistent. Uh, the parallels between that and Empire Strikes Back, Empire Strikes Back, uh, failure. They have to ev- evacuate Hoth. Like it's the whole movie is. And same thing with Last Jedi is what Poe is trying to learn and what Leia is trying to teach him at the beginning of Last Jedi is the is the lesson that's consistent throughout the movie. Winning is not necessarily beating them on this battle. Killing it's more than living the another day. That's right. We're outnumbered. And Rose, when they have us. Yeah, right. same thing. When the when they are in Rose, it's the exact same thing. Rose is telling. Mm-hmm. So the failures that they're experiencing there. One of the things when Luke kind of comes in and saves them, Luke doesn't turn around where they then fight on crate and overpower them and win. Mm-mm. He just finally shows them victory in this battle is is escaping and That's getting right. out. It's it's you, we're we're trying to uh, attack the Finns trying to come at them with the thing and it, you know with the uh, the little speeders and mm-hmm. Rose gets them out of there. It's like hey, that's not how it's not how we win. It's not mm-hmm. you know fighting what we hate. It's uh, you know destroying what we hate or fighting what we hate, saving what saving we love. What we love you. Yeah. Um, but Empire Strikes Back is about evacuate the base. We're on the run now. Han and they're you know they they're hiding from um, Boba Fett chases them. Then they have to hide here. They have to get out. They're mm-hmm. they're being tracked. All this stuff. They get to Cloud City. Luke tries to go save him. Failure again there. He That's doesn't right. help them. Lando ends up helping him get out of there. Fails but Luke fails his, yeah. his mission there. Right. He sort of fails his training with he fails his training with with Yoda. Yeah. 
because he's not able to raise the star destroyer. Or star destroyer. The X. If you raise the star destroyer, that's pretty bad. That would be awesome. Um, he's not able to raise the X wing because mm-hmm. he's he's too focused on his circumstances and all oh, is impossible. Yeah. The stuff he's failing there. He doesn't listen to Yoda and have the patience, so he runs off to go fight Vader. He fails in fighting Vader. Mm-hmm. But they get out of there, they rescue an injured Luke, and they live to see another day. The end of the movie is not some big, great victory in mm. Empire Strikes Back at all. Han is taken, Han is frozen, frozen in carbonite, right. Luke lost a hand, mm-hmm. but the swelling, positive John Williams score at the very end of that is them is now Leia in 3PO and R2 and uh, Luke, and they're looking out of the side of, of the ship and it's the da, da, right. and it's the music and it's very hopeful. That's right. We survived. We survived. We're still we have better right. days ahead of mm-hmm. us and then we regroup and we go fight. Right. And Last Jedi, the greatest teacher failure is, one, it's obviously very specific to Luke forgiving himself and learning from his failures of the past so he doesn't repeat the same mistake with Ray. Right. So that he also doesn't stay out of it. I mean, part of it also is he doesn't stay out of the fight like maybe Yoda or, or some others have done. He gets mm-hmm. back in there and ends up helping him. But it's also just learning what the actual what is actual victory in this. Right. And I think that's that's something that's both Ryan makes clear, but it's also what well, I love it is I have always disagreed with anybody who <laughs> says that Ryan's stuff is not consistent with other Star Wars. To me, it's the most consistent. Like that he actually understands what George Lucas was going for in right. a lot of these themes, and like he actually director and the Jedi helps does a lot it. with understanding. Yeah, he does. And now again, if you haven't we seen always, Direct and the Jedi, highly recommend. I will also finish Amazing. by saying, just Are just for the sake of it. No, nope. yeah, we we're done. <laughs> I'll finish. Awesome. I'll finish this little tangent by saying there are some things in Last Jedi that, as much as I love, and I and Last Jedi is my favorite of the sequels. Mine too. Um, there are moments. You know the gen- when you, it's funny when you watch it too with um, the subtitles on, as I do with that with uh, my wife yeah. Abigail a lot because you catch mm-hmm. some of the dialogue. Yeah. They're like, oh, I didn't know his and names and names. This is funny. What, call, him calling him General Hugs, right? Is like, ah, uh, not okay. my favorite. No. And like yeah. the, uh, I've got a message for his mother your mother. Like, about that, your mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah about his mother. That felt a little Guardians of the Galaxy to me. It right. felt more like a Star Lord yeah. moment. See, I we did, can bash stuff, but yeah. I didn't sit there and cross my arms and go. <laughs> That's not my that's not my Poe who I learned of last movie. Nor like, did I say fine. the Haldo move. The that's Haldo not possible. It's, <laughs> physics doesn't work that it's, way. You know, physics also no. isn't Star Wars. It's not right. the force. Now uh, we're gonna start now we're gonna start putting physics applying. Exactly. Of all the things. So there's always my favorite either. I mean, even even in one of my favorite sequences of the film, it's not my favorite little back and forth between uh, I need you to reach out. And yeah, tickle the yeah, hand. I What's that? Like that? It's a force. Is that? Oh, you mean reach out? Like oh, to me, I'm right? Like, eh, not my favorite. Didn't I, didn't I get what they're going for? Not yeah. my favorite. But then it leads into like maybe one of my favorite sequences of the whole thing, where he's she's actually feeling and she's thinking of the the life and death right. and all of this stuff and how it connects and the force and um yeah yeah. There's stuff in there that that is not my favorite, and there's a lot in there that is my favorite or is some of my favorite stuff. Yeah, yeah. Had to get that out there just in so case. So what do you like, do? Oh, guys just do what thing. do you do when you're having dinner and uh, you know you got the uh, got a cheeseburger maybe and green milk and you got you got French fries <laughs> right and then they have a vegetable medley and they got like broccoli and carrots 
Lima beans. I love it because we're all going to go look the same at, way on this. Do you look at the thing. lima beans and go, this meal is trash? <laughs> or do you go, I'm going to push the lima beans to the side. <laughs> I'm going to enjoy the burger. We just annihilated, <laughs> annihilated all of our lima bean and farmers out there. And my Pepsi. See how I did that? I brought that See, there. there we go. Yeah. That's for the consistent viewers. So I don't like to take the whole meal and throw it away because I don't like lima beans. <laughs> I like what you said earlier. Favorite. I don't know. I like, look, I like what you said just was, then. Your approach was... <laughs> You well, didn't like no, that no, part. No, no. I like that. Yeah. I hear what you're saying. I didn't saying, like go. that part. That thing See, you said before was good. Yeah, yeah. So I like what you. I actually like what you said earlier. <laughs> Repeat that stuff. Don't do this part anymore. <laughs> yeah, knock this off right now. That was no. great. <laughs> Sorry. This is what you said earlier like is the Lama same things. thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. I Man, like I that you said. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Well. I like that you said um, it's the moments. Yes. Instead of looking at the saga as a whole, or even the trilogy, or the individual movie. It's the moment you remember. Yeah. When I think of Revenge of the Sith, people forget the prequels were hated when it came out. That's right. But now everybody loves the prequels, right? So when I think Revenge of the Sith, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love it. It's my favorite of the prequels. But the moments I'm really thinking for, I'm thinking of Mustafar. I'm thinking of of Anakin, Obi-Wan. I'm Mm -hmm. like, man, that is hard to beat. Like, the lightsaber fighting is arguably the best in the prequels. Mm -hmm. Like, there's some great moments. So it's thinking back to those moments where I'm like, okay. I mean, I love the prequels. You, I've said that before. I'm a yeah. huge prequel yeah. fan. I actually like them more now that all I do is think back to these moments. That's I'm like, right. man, that moment's so good. That moment's so good. We get to throw nostalgia in there now. Exactly. Mm, and I think yeah. that's what will happen eventually for the yeah. sequels. But I think the part of the reason why we're saying, you know, we love the sequels, we love it, is because we're, we're pinning out these moments and highlighting the things that we like about mm-hmm. it. Like we said, the some of the greatest quotes – like, put the lima beans aside. Some of the stuff we don't like, don't it is them. what it is. It's what's... My kids don't do that. They're like, I don't want them. Well, just don't eat them. Don't just, eat them. Just don't, don't complain. Eat. Just don't eat them. Eat the burger. Yeah, Come on. You. So, yeah, yeah. That, I wa- rewatched the movie. I'm like, oh, that's not my favorite part. Mm-hmm. But I'm not like it ruined the whole thing. Because then I'm like, but this is coming up, and I love this moment. Yeah, right. So it is thinking about those moments that you enjoy, and there's moments. a lot of stuff there. Or is it the whole movie? No. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of moments there that, yeah. that I can... I can like, and, and I will say, oh, yeah. go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I was just guessing, and we um, we might be different than some. I didn't have any problem with the trajectory of the story, the story arc. Yeah. I was okay yeah. with that. I didn't want, of course, I didn't watch episode five going, why are they, why did he go to Dagobah now? Why didn't he go before? I didn't do that then either. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just watching it, just, taking it just in. Just watching yeah. as it unfolds. I never thought Luke would never do that. That never came to my mind. I, no, I yeah. Didn't, I don't know what Luke yeah, in what fact, old Luke would do? I don't know old Luke. In fact, I think the big and we've talked about this before, uh, sticking kind of on, on a little bit of because um, uh, people talk about planning. Uh, one of the big critiques I hear, the most common critiques I hear sometimes, is that um, the sequel trilogy wasn't planned out ahead of time. And now, <laughs> while while I do so. Well, I do see. <laughs> I'm laughing because yeah. pre- like you mean like the prequels were so or the <laughs> yeah. originals. Yeah. Originals are the least planned. Least. <laughs> right. Right. So is that what you're gonna say? yeah, I was gonna say. What's yeah. funny is while I understand, I mean, I am I am <laughs> one of those people who does making a second movie. No. And I'll throw I'll throw a bone to some of those people who, from this standpoint, you calling them dogs. I hear yeah. This is the people who think this way are absolute. <laughs> they like bone dogs. <laughs> Here's a bone for you, you mutt. No. Uh, <laughs> mutt, mutt, mutt. It's our compassion. It's our, <laughs> our compassion. Um, no, but I was going to say, wh- I, I will say, 
as a fan of shows who like I do love and appreciate those shows like a Breaking Bad or something like that who while Vince Gilligan figured out some stuff while he goes there are things that Early on, who knew we have to get? I think he said we need to go from Mr. Chips to Scarface. He knew a point. And there that are he was, things that early on they leave trails of. Oh, once I've seen the whole thing, it's interesting that they had this from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I do understand that when you have one director and a movie is set up, and then they have another director, and then they have another that just like all studios, I think should be pivoting and should see what works and see what doesn't work. That I understand that it may be in hindsight when you're reading into a certain situation and then maybe you think like that storyline didn't completely get fulfilled that you're like, oh, maybe we, we did a whole episode on like some uh, untied, uh, like some story, loose ends or whatever we loose said. They're like, oh, yeah. there's some things. And I think that's consistent though in, in the original Star Wars is there's a lot of things sure. they are like, hmm, I don't know. How did this play into it? How, what's his history with Greedo, especially? I mean, there's. I mean, he works for Jabba, but like right. they have some uh, extra beef. There's other things there. There. Yeah. But now, having said that, I think that one of the biggest things, and Ryan's uh, in in director of the Jedi, Ryan talks about one of the when he's writing a movie. His thing is, I have to write not just what I want to, what I would want to see as a Star Wars fan is I would want to be challenged. Like I want to not get what you're expecting. Now that doesn't mean I just flip the script and do something just for the sake of, I'm going to be surprising, but I'm writing characters for what is the biggest challenge. If I'm writing in these characters need to experience growth, what is the biggest thing they each need to learn and each need to face? And, and, uh, Luke has to deal with his shortcomings as you know, of Mm -hmm. what, what happened to Ben. Right. Um, Poe has to, or Finn, Poe has to learn how to become a leader. He's a hot shot. But if you're yeah. going to be a leader, you got to learn how to, it's different mm-hmm. responsibility. Um, and Finn needs to learn, are you with us because you're friends with Ray? Are you on the side of the good? Are you on the side of the rebellion? Like, mm-hmm. are you, or the resistance? Are you actually all in on this? Mm-hmm. And that movie's about him running away, not sure of his place. And then he right. lands, anyone who says that he doesn't have a, a great character arc, he lands by the end of that movie. He's rock solid with the resistance. That's yeah, what his right. movie's about. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot there, but the biggest question I think that JJ set up, talking about like what do we expect from our movies? I remember watching The Force Awakens, going, "Man, why did Luke? I'm surprised Han died. Like, not it was a mistake. It was what has happened to Luke Skywalker that he wouldn't yeah. go rescue Han Solo, mm-hmm. or like that right. in the Force." He didn't. Everything we've seen with Luke Skywalker is that if he can help his friends, he will. Why is he on this island? What why is, is he not stepping? And the biggest in? question Ryan had to ask or had to answer is why is Luke on the island? What has happened? Right. That he's so broken. Mm-hmm. So when we saw Eight and found him broken, I didn't expect that he would be like, "Hey guys, I'm doing great." I'd be like, "Where have you been? Something, right. some tragedy right. has because, happened." Yeah. So, yeah. so to me, while I was surprised by a lot of what happened. I wasn't going, why is Luke so down? Why is he so... I'm like, well, it makes sense why yeah, he's down. Yeah, he's got to be. This is what happened. So yeah. to me, it, I felt like that was very consistent with what I would expect. After um, seven. After seven. Like the, that answered that question as best as we could. Otherwise, he would have gone and saved Han He's disconnected from the Force yeah. because of what happened. And he wants the cycle of violence to end. And that he thinks if I end this cycle of Jedi, we'll end the cycle of extreme violence. There's going to be conflicts throughout the galaxy. Mm-hmm. But 
as long as there are not more Jedi to then fall to the dark side, then he thinks that there will be less of these dark Jedi. It's time for the Jedi to end. Now, he ends up being proven wrong because the Jedi are inherently good. Mm-hmm. It is the straying from the good. We've had a whole episode about yeah. this, too. But Not to mention, yeah, how does Kylo turn to the dark side without Luke, without something happening to Luke being involved or in a traumatic state? Because, mm-hmm. like, otherwise, if Luke was completely fine and normal, there's, I don't see how Kylo would have turned to the dark side. Right. He would have been, he would have been involved, something which obviously we know he was involved. Right. And they're actually hashing out a lot of that story now in the books and then we're seeing some in Mando. We're mm-hmm. seeing, you know, Luke building and Boba Fett building the, the, the temple and stuff with with the kids, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of questions that had to be answered going from from movie to movie. I love that he's on the island. I love that he's stepped away from everything that he's given it all up. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what we saw, and that's what Yoda did. Just disappeared on Dagobah. We just that's watched Obi Wan did. Obi Wan did. Why would he do something? Why would Luke be better than Yoda? That doesn't matter. He's make probably sense. looking at them. It's like my masters who trained me did this. Right. And then right. how perfect it is it that just Yoda? Why Ray in the Rise of Skywalker goes? Well, Luke did it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it too. You were right. I need to come live here. Mm-hmm. And then Luke learns from Yoda to then turn around and teach Ray. No, I was wrong. And I'm okay if you don't like yeah. it. Just yeah. be consistent. Don't like Yoda for the same reason. That's why I like love, That's why I think reason. it was smart that Ryan had. <laughs> you know? So Ryan had talked. I think uh, he's Ryan answered some questions <laughs> on Twitter. Don't like it. Hate all the Jedi. They all quit. That's if it. You're gonna all hate or them. nothing. If you're gonna be mad at Luke. Ryan has some. Fan, that's unrealistic. Uh, then blame everybody. Ryan has some fan interactions on Twitter sometimes. <laughs> Ryan has some little back and forth fan interactions <laughs> oh, on yeah, Twitter, yeah. answering some questions, and and someone asked, like, did you ever consider anyone else other than Yoda showing up at that Force tree? And he did say, yes, I I think he said, I thought about, I thought about Hayden. I think he said he thought about Hayden is what he had said. Yeah. Wow. And he said, not Anakin, Hayden playing Hayden. Just Hayden. <laughs> yeah. Said, Hello, hey. son. My name is Hayden Christensen. <laughs> that here. would be weird. The I'm son, the, force. the young son talking now to the Luke. De- now deeper voice Hayden. Who I yeah. love. May the force, may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Um, be, what would be weird? A young. I, so yeah. it's somebody and, like and he younger. Talked about, you know, he talked about how he liked you know I mean? the idea I mean, well, when he was writing it. He hard. liked the idea, and he said, "Shadow of the Sith." Shadow of the Sith. Yeah. The big reason why he said he didn't is he said it just didn't make sense visually. Visually, see, that yeah. the old version is going to connect with the young version of his dad who has never met the young version of him, him and that it, it would be this weird uh yeah like but now as the son talking to, to the, be the older like wise the older son talking to the younger yeah. who's got like that they would have this he said Boy, it, it just didn't really work he's like i love the idea of being able to try to get hayden in there and have anakin yeah. in there but it just didn't make it also didn't have the impact that I wanted to for this particular moment. Cause I thought Yoda showing up was perfect. Yeah. I Anakin, when I Anakin saw Yoda, talking, I was like, no way. Anakin yeah, talking exactly to Kylo right. would make a lot more sense. Cause Anakin yes. is like, I went to the dark side. Absolutely. You're worshiping Vader. You don't know how you I You don't ended. know the truth. I came back. That's right. That yeah. would make more I sense. I was wrong. Yeah. But what Anakin could teach Luke is different. There's not a ton of lesson there for mm-hmm. Luke. Luke was there with Anakin's last moments, like right. with, with his father's yeah. last moments. But having, I love the choice then in versus, you know, they couldn't bring Alec Guinness back from the dead to do, to do it or anything like that. But to have Yoda 
be the one who did sit it out. Who pretty much he trained Luke, but he he went to Dagobah and that was kind of lived out his days. Um, to have him be like, listen, that makes sense. Get back in the game. Mm-hmm. You're not done yet. Mm-hmm. Right. You can go die like I, like I did afterwards. Yeah. But the greatest teacher failure is in the last thing that Yoda one of the last talk, lines yeah. that Yoda says in Revenge of the Sith is failed. I have. I have yeah. And he I have. goes and after a failing to yeah. defeat the Emperor. There's just yeah. so many parallels no, in between them. It's funny. Beautiful. I actually made a video on this, I think, a, or a Twitter thread, and I turned it into a video. And it was the more I thought about that moment, I realized Luke is, or Yoda's telling this lesson to Luke after realizing he went through the same thing, mm-hmm. right? He went into hiding, didn't want to train Luke. Luke showed up. No, he's too old. Didn't want to train him. Mm-hmm. Luke's doing the exact same thing to Ray. Yoda learned in that moment from Luke, at young Luke at that time learned from you from Luke. He was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yoda was wrong. Proved that in training him and fi- in agreeing to do it, mm-hmm. Luke ended up being the savior in the moment in the originals. Right. 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 Now, here's the George, the poetry. Right, the poetic moment. Mm-hmm. Yoda comes back and is teaching Luke what Luke had pretty much already taught him, not knowing it. Mm-hmm. About him Luke showing forgot the up. lesson that he didn't Luke know the forgot. lesson he, he taught. He was the lesson in showing up and begging to be trained. He right. was the lesson. Right. And now Ray's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And Yoda is showing up to remind Luke, do you not remember this was you That's showing right. up to me? And I didn't want to train you, but then I did, and look at how it turned out. It worked out. That's right. This is you now. You need to turn around and, and train the That's girl. Awesome. Yeah. And, it's, it's and the Ryan it's the George Lucas. thinks on that level. It's not an accident. Yeah. He thinks on that level. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I mean any anybody involved in these projects. And you got to remember, these guys aren't working alone. They've got That's right. So many people around them. Yeah, they're all thinking about everything. That doesn't Keep mean every, that doesn't mean everything they do is yeah, right. They have, they have a Lucas Luso has a story group. There's a bunch of guys that are on the story group who are big Twitter guys who tweet some yeah. stuff out and oh, stuff. Oh, that's who, great. But they're part of the brainstorming brain trust where like if if someone like JJ, yeah. especially I think Ryan Johnson feels nothing against JJ because I love what JJ did with Star Wars. JJ's known for doing a bunch of other things and he's got his production company. He's got all of these things. Ryan was kind of, even though he had done Breaking Bad and he had had some of these smaller movies, mm-hmm. Looper was a little bit of a bigger hit since he's had Knives Out, which became a massive hit. Right. Ryan did at its core feel like kind of the geeky Star Wars fan. Yeah. Like where I'm sure JJ, obviously it comes through in JJ's work, how much he loves Star Wars. This yeah. is maybe just me reading into it. I think if you quiz JJ and quiz Ryan on on canon, I think Ryan would smoke him. It just it comes off as that way. That For I think sure. that I think Ryan feels like extremely he lives like, in the trenches of he's he a, could he could yeah. quote what happened in this where like JJ yeah. maybe similar to the vibe that uh, you get from a little bit of like Favreau is like yeah. <laughs> Filoni's the Filoni's the canon junkie and Favreau right. loves a lot of that stuff. Loves he's it. Movies, but, great storyteller. But he, he grew up with he's making it based on what Star Wars made him feel. Right, yeah. which is great. That's not a wrong way to do it. And then Filoni's there a little to bit check of both and be like, of those. Well, we can do this or we can't um, do that. That's right. Maybe so, we shouldn't say McClendon. So because of that, there. Maybe you should. I think it just comes through. One for both of these filmmakers. When we're talking about for the sequels, we're talking about Ryan Johnson and and um, obviously JJ. Um, but there's there's so much there. It's funny uh, when you're talking about um, like the, it's just funny that when you when you compare. What has happened? Um, 
Uh, it's interesting. Some of the things that fans will get upset about, and some things that they'll be like, "Well, the, no, this is the reason I don't like it." Or this like is what? A, Can such you a dumb... one in mind? Well, what's funny is I'm thinking about I, the. I don't follow them all. I'm always so I'm thinking about the. Well, there's a lot of things when you're talking about like the the science or physics behind that yeah. people will get upset about that. But I'm. Th- I just I'm like thinking think whenever something like that comes up, I like to just remind people of Harrison Ford's quote. It ain't that kind of ain't movie. That kind of movie kid. But it's funny. But yeah, <laughs> right. I agree. Well, what's funny is so I just finished watching. Um, uh, my wife Abigail and I and, and her and her parents and her family we're doing these Star Wars Sunday nights where we're watching a Star Wars movie every Sunday night. Which, believe it or not, I did not recommend. They they brought it to me and said, "Would you like to do this?" And I said, "Oh, I just started. Oh, yeah. I started levitating. Can only be one. Vecna got me. I started just levitating. If I only could." Um. Yeah. Pull the trigger. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, so what, what I'm getting at is I just watched Revenge. Re- Revenge. We just watched Return of the Jedi. So just finished the original It was almost trilogy. called Revenge. It was almost Revenge of the Jedi. That, that poster. This is a good Revenge yeah. of the yeah. Jedi poster. Right. Um, That's a retcon, George. Retcon. But what's interesting is, this is my point I was getting at here. It's interesting that uh, in Empire... And they're talking about mm, too old to begin the training, and and he's talking about, you know, Luke's too old, and he's like, oh, but I've learned so much. And really, Obi Wan's been watching him for twenty years, <laughs> right? <laughs> if he was too old, that's on Obi Wan. Like he's been there training yeah. when he's eight. Like it, it's apparently so now not, we know it was Owen's fault the whole not, time. Is what's, he showing? What's so oh, interesting is it's so <laughs> interesting that even in the Obi Wan Kenobi show, which I love, I adored that show. When the time comes, he must be trained. Mm-hmm. He should have. I mean, if we're if we're going by what they did in the prequels, by the time he was nine, he was too, too old. old. Right. Yeah. Yet Luke, they patiently waited till he was seventeen, and then there's like, well, your father's your father wanted to have this when you're old enough. I guess you're ready. Like, wait, what? Anakin was too old at nine. Right. Luke. That became a thing later. It felt like. Yeah. yeah. It's it's funny though that mm-hmm. even in. In Empire, though, it is an Empire that he says too old, too old, he's too old too to be old. in the training. I'm like, he just said he was. Obi Wan's be. been watching him for 17 years, 19 years. When he could have ready. been, if he was too old, he should have intervened right at the moment of like, listen, you're on the borderline of getting too old. You <laughs> tomorrow need, is tomorrow your last you must, day. <laughs> listen, Harry Luke, Potter, Luke, you must levitate <laughs> a rock, or else this bridge will forever be burned. Oh, we can't. The the ghost of Mace Windu will come get us. <laughs> like, uh, so it's just, just funny that you. that they were so adamant about Anakin being too old, right? Yeah. But when it's Luke and he's their only hope, they're like, uh, oh, well. it, it is Yoda who later goes mm, too old. Like yeah. <laughs> at one point, aren't you almost like, as a joke? These are, too. Yeah, too old to begin yeah. the training. That's that's when Dismissive, Luke, like, Luke should oh, have been on, like, come on, tell him I can do. I can. Luke should have been like, <laughs> Ben, tell him I can. Ben, Ben, ben tell him oh. I can. When he hits his. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, when 900 years old, you look, or you are, not look as good, you will not. Right. <laughs> They're talking yeah. about his uh, his appearance, which I think is hilarious. Like, like Yoda was ever a looker. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> We've seen hey, you. Baby Yoda, you don't look knock any better. It. We've seen. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna come out in the in the uh, the higher bubble cup, and he's gonna look like you know. He's gonna. He's gonna this is Brad Pitt. Like, Yoda. Yeah, he's, he's gonna have some hair. He's gonna have some flow. Yeah. <laughs> he's built. He's got six pack abs. He's six shredded. pack forehead. He yeah. is. Uh, this is uh, Brad Pitt Achilles uh, version of. This is Brad Pitt and Troy, yeah, but hilarious. it's Yoda. He goes up and he's taking his rubs. He's just shredded. You know, I just had a thought about something on my shirt. It's just with funny you. what people. 
get upset about. You, okay, so that's a good shirt idea. What? Jack Yoda. Oh Continue. man. What was your good idea? Yeah. <laughs> Jedi abs. Yoda. Uh, <laughs> no, I was thinking, you know, it seems like and you all maybe relate to this. Don't you think don't you think in our current day and age, either on Twitter you laughing about this? Uh, uh, it was the noise that came out that was great. It was like, yeah, it's Jack. Yeah, sorry, in current day and age. Have to do that to look right. <laughs> don't you think in this current day and age that there's a trend towards I don't want to get too political. There's a tr- there's a trend towards outrage, like, like yeah, like, like hate, vic- hate gets clicks. So victimhood and outrage. Yeah. It's almost like you're you get to be self righteous in your anger. If you're outraged, people pay attention to you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get into all other things, yeah. but I think in the in certain parts of the of the Twitterverse or wherever, yeah. outrage generates. Yeah, if you're outraged. Then you can become you can become a victim. If you're a victim, then there's power. People listen. So it started with George Lucas ruined my childhood. That's yes. a victimhood statement. That's a, <laughs> yes, that's a exactly. fake outrage. That's one of the most victimhood, right? And I think we jump on that, and now we get outraged about little things because if I'm outraged, then I get then my voice gets louder, and then I can. Yeah. Then I'm and the other people that feel the same way are going to hop on board. You get on board, and then you just Pile crank on. up the crank There's, up the thing. It's and funny it, you and it's say not that. Based in necessarily reality, it's yeah. based in your own need for something. Yeah. You it's know fun- what I mean? Yeah. It's funny you say that because yesterday I had someone comment on one of a video I posted, and I think it was talking about how the Last Jedi was one of my favorite Star Wars movies. And someone someone commented like, "Oh, guys, don't don't." watch it this is just clicks or just just this can't be real it's just once clicks all this stuff and i was like you realize i'm in the minority probably right i'm like if anything people bashing the last jedi and disney are getting way more clicks because people that are supporting it yeah right there's video i mean there was a video a while back and this is not to point on anybody in particular but there are big star wars people on youtube twitter and stuff like that who post videos and I think who have especially gotten more negative over the last few years of, of um, stuff coming out. But there was a video that I saw a while back from one of these big accounts, and it was titled, like, uh, Disney uh, Disney li- Lied to Us. And <laughs> Just getting up with a laugh. Disney Lied to Us. And the whole video was about a recent interview that, that Daisy Ridley had done. Who Daisy Ridley is, I mean... I'm sure she enjoyed her time in Star Wars. She's doing like a different movie, and they're just asking her like about yeah. oh, there was you know with Ray's you know with you her can't being escape a Palpatine, Star Wars with her being a Palpatine, yeah. all this stuff was that always the original? And she's like, oh, I I don't know if it was always in the original. I know that initially there were some ideas of um, like could uh, I know that like initially one of the things that JJ had mentioned to me was like. We're figuring it out still of where things may go. There was maybe idea of initially maybe being a Kenobi, but then thought that didn't necessarily work as well. And mm-hmm. this that and this whole video is them playing them showing not audio of the clip, but showing just her words. And they were like, So this is just shows this whole thing is complete, you know, BS because Disney is trying to sell us that from the beginning they always knew Palpatine would return and that they had no idea where Ray's story was gonna be and that it should have been 
that initially they wanted to be Kenobi, but then because they had to force this thing down our throats, I was like, what are you talking about? That's not what an interview was about at all. It literally was like, <laughs> that's, that's like asking George Lucas of, hey, were they always going to be brother and sister? And George was like, oh, I, I mean, just kind of as I went along, I figured just like that well, kind of felt right. That liar. Felt, <laughs> like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, why? You're a liar. George, lie to us. Lucas means it's liar. A, it's it's just, but the whole point of that is clearly a video like that. There's no substance to what it's talking about at all. Right, right. There's nothing in there that says Disney lied to us or that JJ lied to us or that it's literally a filmmaker doing what filmmakers do of, hey, we had a few ideas. We settled on what we thought was the best one. How unique. That's what filmmakers do. Do you yeah. think that any filmmaker, do you think Steven Spielberg sits down and makes i mean everyone knows it's well documented him making jaws how they had to pivot and pivot and pivot and right. pivot and then nah. what ended up being because stuff went so awry failure the best teacher because failure the best teacher yeah uh the best teacher failure is the reason why jaws is jaws is because things didn't work didn't well work. and then he you as a good pivot. director pivoted right and thought, oh, yeah. well, we wanted to do this. I thought shooting on real open seas would be easier. <laughs> As he said, it was a nightmare trying to do it. It was so much harder. Uh, but a good director pivots. Also, it's just so funny to real think sharks. That, <laughs> real sharks. It's just funny to think that any anyone yeah, who has an idea, people in this day and age, last thing I'll say on this, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. is that it's always enticing after something comes out to hear, oh, they almost went, went this direction, and then people automatically go, that would have been way better. They would have mm-hmm. gone that direction. Like, what? it depends how they execute it. Yeah. It may have been great. Yeah. It may have not been. I don't right. know. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I think the spectrum is, is all across the board. We got people who are negative just so people click. We got people who are negative because it's more fun to have something to be mad at. Yeah. We got people who are negative because they don't like it. It's all of them, right? And in all of those situations, I all think they're just sad because you don't have to be that way. Yeah. You don't have to see what's wrong. You can see what's good and enjoy mm-hmm. it. So, what, what, we'll uh, love it. You don't have to love it. Talking we, we about do, what you know? could have been. Yeah. We'll do a whole episode. We teased you know this a while funny? back. Here's the thing. Kids ask me, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? I'm like, I, you know... I don't go to movies that are ba- like <laughs> yeah, right. I don't I can't think of a single I don't know. movie. Go to a movie that I think is going to be terrible. I could I would yeah. be a terrible Rotten Tomatoes critic because I always see the movie. And I go, ah, I didn't like that part, but that part was really great, and yeah. the special right. effects were unbelievable, and the acting yeah. was great, and storyline eh, missed a little bit. Yeah, but I don't. I've had some people I ask me that cut recently them up. too. I'm I just like, think what's there's the last so much movie? value in there already. I just yeah. Yeah. I've had people ask me that too recently. There's a couple of interactions where someone was like, well, what's the, we were talking about some Star Wars stuff and then it led into non-Star Wars. Like, are you always really positive on movies? And I said, well, if I'm being transparent, most movies I go to see, I'm I, already, I have, I, it's already because it's, it's it, a little bit in my wheelhouse of like, I know I've this seen the trailer, I've like, seen yeah. the trailer and right. I'm, I'm intrigued by what I've seen. Right. Or I've already heard not specifics, but oh, this movie's getting good reviews. Good reviews. I'm really interested in going right. to see this. Same so here. it doesn't yeah. formulate my opinion that I am going to love this movie. Very rarely do I hear that a movie is great and I go in and I go, I hated that. I also I don't think I've ever seen a movie. I told this is an exact quote from me the other Where day. It brings about vitriol, like I'm 
I don't think I've ever seen a movie in my entire life that has ruined my day. And some people will act like, as a lifelong Star Wars fan, that I can (laughs) love Star Wars so deeply, and then also claim that I went in with such hope, and I see a movie, and I'm angry about it for months. Like, I really do feel sorry if your life hangs in the balance based on how good the next Star Wars movie is. As much as we're as big a Star Wars fans as anybody. You're talking about the Disney era of Star Wars. I have read 50 times the amount of Star Wars books since Disney has bought Star Wars than yeah. I did before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so well, I, I know love how many it. I it's, read such a, it's such a huge part of my life. Zero. Well, see, I read some before. I read a not, couple before. Not a ton. But now I read them a, a, a ton. And yeah. there's just not, there's not been a single one of these movies that I have walked out and been like, gosh, I can't believe what they like. There are parts of the movie I love. There are parts I don't love. That doesn't mean they're all equal. Like the, if I right, have yeah. my ranking, right? And a lot of the ranking is what you were getting at. Both both you guys are getting at is moments. What are the moments? What had the biggest collection of moments? Yeah. that made me feel like what, what do I think back the to the make, most? Yeah, what did the movie make me feel? Mm-hmm. Like you said, when we talk about ranking our Star Wars movies, it's easy to, to go immediately. Well, Empire has the I am your father. That's what, like you think of the ten right. whole moments right. in each of the That's movies. Right. Of the like, Sith this is got my the got most of far this is and this. Order 66 mm-hmm. and yeah. So there's a uh, um when we were talking about sometimes people get uh upset about it's always easy to look at like the grass is always greener on the other side of like what could have been is always going to be better than what we got if you want to take this negative approach of you're just upset to be upset. Yeah. Um one of the biggest examples of this was the uh the leaked script for the Colin Trevorrow um episode the alternate episode 9 episode you know that right. movie that uh he I gotta titled read that. Duel of the Fates it's a comic I got to read So I now. sent you guys the comic a while back I'll have to resend it cuz we do need yeah. to just read it and do an episode on yeah. cuz it's fascinating there's a yeah. lot in there that I'm like this is really cool I will also say it's very obvious to me why Kathleen Kennedy read this script and had meetings with Colin Trevorrow. And I could very well see that the ending of this movie is such is so against what I think Star Wars is about mm-hmm. that Kathleen Kennedy literally said, you have to change the ending of this movie or you are off this project. And the reason is, and this is not, again, it's the not core a spoiler. values it's of the mission what of it, Star what Wars. What it literally, yeah. and this is, uh, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but... There's so much in this that is yeah. great. A lot of, I mean, they go to Coruscant. There's a battle on Coruscant. There's all this stuff oh, that's man. like, this is some cool stuff. Uh, l- like the ghost of Luke Skywalker, like catches a light, like not catches a lightsaber like he did here. He actually stops Kylo's blade with his oh, hand. And like, man. there's this cool, Ray gets blinded. There's like some Kanan Jarrus in, wow. in this where she gets hit and then she fights as a blind Jedi. There's all this stuff. But one of the, Reason she beats, uh, it's a there's a different Darth, Darth. Uh, oh yeah, I remember. There's different that. Sith in it, like yeah. this eternal. They go wow. this eternal being Sith who mm-hmm. rises up and then instead she of fights Kylo Palpatine. instead of the Emperor, and there's all this whole storyline. But the reason she eventually beats defeats Kylo in the end, and defeats this dark Sith, I believe, is in the final battle, is because she embraces what they call uh, it's essentially justifiable rage and the whole and the whole lesson there is that there is not just the light and the dark that you need to veer into the dark 
and use your anger and use your fear and tapping into that makes you a full Jedi. That it's not just the light and the dark. That the that somewhere in the middle where you're using and you're going to the dark to help you in times of need when you have to, that using your rage gets wow. you this extra power and like essentially defeats the evil. I'm like, this against everything I've Is ever learned. Is the dark side stronger? Shows. No. No, quicker, more easy, quicker in a fight. These are... No, this this is, that's Anakin's entire down. So no literally, that could be right. That can't. That is that so part, against. Yeah. Even though, again, the script sounds so much of a lot it of cool really moments, cool. tons of cool yeah. moments. Yeah, that right there. If that is the Can you imagine lesson, how many people would have been like, and, and that's it's a scene. Not, how that's not it's, possible. It is a scene <laughs> so of Yoda like that talking to happen. her and saying like, "Yes, you have finally learned your final lesson. That it's not just about the light and like." Yoda is going to say that Embracing everything he went against is like he's changing his tune on everything he went against. It yeah. goes against the very nature of the Force, the Jedi, all of that stuff, and just essentially says the the dark side is bad unless you really need it. I'm like that is horrible. Like that is the worst. That's an actual again. Maybe this sounds extreme. It's actually a dangerous lesson to teach. If this is a le- yeah, if this is a right. morality tale for twelve year olds, as George likes to say, it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So that is an example of I've heard so many people and so many people that are knowledgeable Star Wars fans who have Star Wars uh, YouTube channels and shows and they talk Star Wars and they read the script and go, this is so much better than what we got. Now, there are moments that I think could have maybe even been, you know, like, oh, this might be a plus over maybe something that this JJ did. Cool, or this yeah. is. But as a whole, to me, it just completely falls apart at the end. All the way into the last scene, I'm like, this is awesome. This is cool. And it's cool because you can read it as a comic where they have the artwork. Yeah, that, I mean, that sounds right. And then the sick. ending of that goes, but wait, that can't be the end. That that Talk about going against everything we've learned in Star Wars. That's the least consistent thing. And it, sends, it, it really <laughs> would change in a negative light Star Wars moving forward for everything. So would, that yeah. is my long story of... yeah. People that let me just, side with something that's different, but now you're veering off what Star Wars is. And let me just add to that. That's not a matter of us saying those moments are bad, these moments are good. This is, a, this is not a choice that a person makes. Yeah. This is redefining the force. This is redefining. And this yeah. is Yoda saying you finally redefining understood this the is. Dark. Yeah. That yes. can't happen. There is, is no yeah. gray Jedi. Yeah. And yeah. George Lucas... Disney canon Star Wars. There's no mm. such thing. It's not possible. George has mentioned this in interviews countless times. You cannot access channel the dark side for good. For yeah, for temporary gain. Everything you yeah. do revolving Luke around said, the dark it, side is corruption. Yoda tells you, Luke on Dagobah yes. forever, yeah. as soon as you head down the dark path, forever will it dominate it, your destiny. Yeah. There's not this, I will use it's the, the dark one to ring. do it. Yeah. It is. It's yeah. not, you can't harness the one ring for good. It's, no. It's too, it's it's too just, much. It consumes yeah. you. And even for... That's what Gandalf said. I would want to do it with good, but it would, it it would, would corrupt. Yeah. That's, it threw me. You can't pull in the dark ring. You yeah. can't pull in the dark yeah. side for... So that's... Yeah. Uh, again. <laughs> have Yoda saying, oh, way to go, way to tap into your... <laughs> yes. What? The so one thing I failed us was not It is literally evil. Yoda Man. saying, finally... Like the final Man. panels of this thing are, yes, you finally learned that it's not... Neither had it right. The light Would that side be cool or the to kind Jedi of see or the visually? Sith. Yeah, that'd be, that it's that'd both. be a great comic or a great mm-hmm. Legends thing to watch. I'd be like, yeah, that could have been shot 
an amazing like that would have been really cool to see. Would mm-hmm. it have completely gone against what, yeah. so what Star Wars is? Yeah, we we should put it on the that air right it. now that sometime in the coming weeks we'll all three yeah. we'll read we'll read uh, we'll, we'll read set a, a set aside. You'll probably need at least like maybe an hour to read it because it is long. It's the full script. Well, is it copywritten? Um, it's it not, is, is it? No, it's. Well, why it's, don't we read it live and put the panels on the screen? Oh yeah. Is it possible to share? Like, we'll play characters. Do it there and just put the panels up and we'll read it? What's, Maybe. What's Maybe interesting is I know idea. that the guy who made... Maybe so Colin Trevorrow's script was leaked. Then this guy is an artist and he read so the it script. Might, he might and, he, and he posted this link to it on Twitter. And Colin Trevorrow... And again, this is not a shot at Colin Trevorrow because right. there's so much in here that's really cool. They're like, oh, I do. I I would have loved to seen some Coruscant. What does Coruscant look like right. in the yeah. New Republic and all of these? Um, so there's so much in there that's really cool. But it's cool that Colin Trevorrow actually commented on this guy's Instagram and said, "Well done. I thought this is a great adaptation interpretation mm. of, wow. of the words that I'd written. Yeah, like you that's really." Cool. Translate this in, and also though this guy drew all the pictures based on what. That's wow! So I it's, want to see it's, it's we definitely really look cool. At it. That's yeah, cool. it's That's it's cool. really cool stuff. Yeah, we'll one thing that. I was gonna say earlier too is just putting the story aside. One thing I love about the sequels, you mentioned this earlier too, like the acting is just. I mean, it's arguably the best. Next level. Yeah, know. it's really good. It's arguably the best. I mean, you can absolutely hate this the approach and the route they went with the storytelling, mm-hmm. but. There's no question the acting is the best we've had in yeah. all of Star Wars. But just the cinematography, too. Star Wars, even the prequels, had some great moments. The originals, too. Yeah. Great moments. But, I mean, I think they took that to a whole new level with the sequels and just the different uh, different shots, different scenes. You last, I mean, I go to The Last Jedi because I think that's one of the most, you know, has some of the best cinematography of all of Star Wars. Of Luke versus Kylo crate. Far back shot. Oh, man. Luke's shot Such going up cool against shot. the whole first order. Um, the Holdo maneuver. I mean, there's just so the many huge, great visuals. Huge that are walkers just with, the, with the fists. Yes. Yeah. Force Awakens. You got Poe over the water. Over the, the water. So yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome really stuff cool. throughout. The fight. Yeah. I mean, I think was quickly becoming. I think it's even in my own mind sometimes. Maybe I underrate a little bit of Force Awakens now because. Uh, I think of how much I love the Last Jedi and mm-hmm. how much how fresh Rise of Skywalker is. Yeah. The fight in the snow between Rey oh, and Kylo and Finn is one of the coolest Star Wars. It, the way it's shot, that's fantastic. In the snowy, I mean the red, the, the red and blue on Rey and Kylo, like the mask. It's and so Rey's good. Face is it's awesome. Shot so it's well. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, Kylo stopping the. The, the the laser mid stopping the bullets at the beginning yeah he's stopping the blaster yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's so cool there's so much there that's awesome I love yeah. Maz Maz Kanata is a great new Maz character is great. Yeah. I think that having a character that's I love knowledgeable Kylo too. a character that's knowledgeable of the force but is not a force user mm-hmm. like who's yeah. very much uh, has just been around and seen it and knows well it's cool I think uh, I think eventually. I don't know when. I think eventually we'll continue the stories of these characters in the sequels. I hope so. I don't know. I hope so. I, don't I think, think it'll be an episode be a... ten. I don't think we'll get an episode ten. And I, I think, think that it'll be, be a long move time aside from now. From, yeah, I think it'll be a while. I think they'll move away from the saga, Skywalker saga. I think they can continue telling the story of Ray and Finn and Poe, even like these characters. Yeah. But it'll be a new, either trilogy or movie or something that'll be separate. I think I don't know if they'll make an episode ten, but I think they'll still can tell, 
like they could focus on having Finn be the main character and tapping into his force right. sense of, you know, sensitivity and ability that they kind of teased in the rise of Skywalker and kind of go that route where it's not the Skywalker saga anymore because Finn's the focal point, not like yeah. Ray and that whole thing, but then still continue telling the stories, but not being right. You know, still having the conclusion of Skywalker saga be there. One of the challenges I think of the sequels is that is the time between the movies is you don't have gaps. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, because even Last Jedi to Rise of Skywalker is a short. Year. Yeah, it's, it's one this, year. It's not like we've got a lot of adventures happening between. Yeah. So the stories of Ben, like if you want to take Kylo's stories. There's not a lot that we can Which is why explore. we're seeing a lot of these projects, Mando and stuff, coming actually between right. the originals between and, the, between the, the and trilogies. the sequels, yeah. Because that's Ray has some gap. stuff to explore, for mm. sure. Right? I, Ray I, does. I think, oh, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of things. we There's a lot of stories we could talk about, maybe about Finn. I, I don't... It's hard, because you got Stormtrooper Finn, and then you got Finn, and then you got... That Here's path. Rose has yeah. some stories to tell. I thought of an interesting thing. What if uh, Poe has some stories to tell? What if Grogu That's, is still out there? Poe definitely does. That's the guy we have a lot to explore. Yeah. What if Grogu's up. still around? Grogu, yeah. Who knows where what he, where he is? He's probably a little older by this. We time. We don't have a definitive answer on where Ahsoka is, or if she's still alive there either. Yeah. Remember, Filoni had said. Filoni people commented. Were like, oh, people were she, like, oh, we hear, hear her voice in the Rise voice, of Skywalker. So she those are all dead. Force ghosts. And Filoni said, no, it doesn't mean that she's. doesn't mean she's dead. Just like Luke can talk to Leia and go, Leia, and she can hear him. Luke. doesn't mean. doesn't mean that. <laughs> I love Filoni. Well, is like, which like, means she's never project, She's never dying. Filoni's like, yeah. even in a project I'm not involved with, you can't kill my character. You're not killing Ahsoka. Yeah. If anyone kills Ahsoka, it's going to be me, and it's not going to happen. I believe <laughs> be Ahsoka will like, live to a ripe old age. Do we know, do we know how old her, her species lives? We don't know. Um, I think she will I know live. Regardless of her species, she'll never die. She'll never die. <laughs> she's she'll never end up die. On, she'll uh, become the force before she... She's going to end up on Mortis. Yeah. She's great. With Grogu and Ezra. Wait, we're going to get an Ahsoka be, show. We're going to tie down Ezra and Mortis. Ahsoka show. That's Kanan, a whole other thing. Kanan. Let me going, go. Going off. I didn't that. realize this was a forever. <laughs> going, I want to get out of here. Kanan. Going going off not just the sequels, but like the other projects too. I mean, Mando. If we want to Everybody throw a loves Disney Mando. Love. Everybody loves Mando. I haven't found one person that doesn't like Mando. Let's be honest. Can I just mention how far removed Disney is from these shows? It's <laughs> like you can't get any farther. Like I'm about as close to Mando as... Yeah, you know, the head of Disney. Is. <laughs> you think that the mouse uh, wants the cheese, baby? That's all they want. That's it. Make me the cheese. Yeah. They might step <laughs> in and go. The they might step in and go. No, maybe not that one. No, it's Lucasfilm. But if you keep bringing in the money, they're not gonna. No. Yeah. It's like, did Disney have anything to do with Toy Story? No. 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 Did they distribute it? Oh, yeah. They, yeah. They, they have some say in when it. it's released, and that's, that's maybe it. about they it. They didn't make it. They Don't step it. on all of our projects. Let's right. figure out a plan on when it's coming out. I'm that's not telling you how to make it, though. So I was telling my kids when when this big Oscar-winning movie Coda. Have you guys seen Coda? I haven't no, seen. It. Oh, it's so great. Coda yeah. is awesome. I know that. I know that it got all, all the like all the awards. Got tons. Oh, kill. Yeah. It was awesome. So it's on Apple Apple TV mm. Plus, right? They had nothing to do with the movie. Yeah. They bought it. Yeah. Nothing. They just distribute they just it. it. They saw it at Cannes and thought, "This is great. We want to put it on our platform." <laughs> they distribute it. 
That's about what we got from Disney. Yeah. yeah. I'm convinced. Because why? Kathleen Kennedy's been running Lucasfilm. Yeah, and you're yeah. going to tell me another. What, it's like buying Steph Curry and then saying, now let me teach you how to shoot. And it's not like. No, they bought it because it's already great. <laughs> it's not Disney didn't <laughs> yeah. take a chance yeah, yeah. on Star Wars and no. think like, well, it doesn't look like any studio is going to get this made without, we need to fund it. Kathleen Kennedy, they were doing this before. That's exactly yeah, it was just yeah, an yeah. independent thing. Disney brought it in and said, we want to get behind it. We want to put money in this thing because we know it's going to pay off. Yeah. yeah. Now go make us some great Star Wars stuff. Yeah. And they pop their head in and go, how's it going? Good. Okay, great. Cool. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Force Awakens, check? top four grossing of all time. Yeah. Green light, go. Do go. Make, great. Do, now we got Disney+. Plus. Oh, Mando? We're going to launch with Mando? Uh, we're going to dominate Disney+. Care. Plus. It's going to become one of the greatest streaming services ever? Okay. Yeah. They, they say, yeah, they go, anything. oh, wait, John Favreau, who's made us a ton of money in Disney? You did Jungle Book. You did uh, Lion King. That's right. You did you Iron did, Man. Did Iron that's Man. The, go get it. That's the power Disney has. Yeah. They go, we want that guy. Or we want they that want them gal. involved. We yeah. want them involved. But if it works, they're not going to... They're yeah. not... They're not gr- do you really think anybody at Disney had anything to do with the story? Like, and even nothing. then, it's Kathleen Kennedy no, who's hiring the directors and zero. hiring those. It, they're just like, oh, it's like they check with Disney and they're like, oh, we've actually, Disney, right? This is cool. Oh, yeah, we had a great experience with Favreau. Cool. We're using Favreau. Right. This is, this is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. He, Favreau has an idea. Cool. We're going to do it. Yeah. Um. One small little pivot here because I thought of this earlier yeah. and I yeah. think Uncle's the perfect to answer this. When we talk about why we love the sequels. What do your kids think of yeah. the sequels? Oh man, right? Well, we, we, had our, we had our or we did our Oscars. Our, our uh, what, what we our, call uh, them? The Swaggies. No Oscars. Swaggies. The Star no Wars Oscars. guys awards. <laughs> no Oscars. No Oscars. No Oscars. No. Oscars. no. Every award. Uh, <laughs> the George Lucas Charlie Rose interview is the, yes, and then the edit of the George Lucas Charlie Rose is even better. We had our Swaggies and we voted on best actor. Right. Yeah. yeah. We voted on best supporting actor. We voted on Best Actress. Yeah. And their picks were Adam Driver, Oscar Isaac, and Daisy Ridley. Yeah. And you're like, they. <laughs> that yeah. says it all. That is what they're, that is the, the Star Wars that they are absolutely, they're all for. And, and I, will say, I will say this. Yeah. My daughter Hannah, a lot, you guys would be so proud. Loves Clone Wars. Every day, popping on Clone Wars, popping on uh, Rebels. Rebels. I've Love seen it. her watching Rebels a bunch. Loves it. Um, but my kids identify more with the sequels. It's because that's, yeah, you know, that is, and, and we talk about yeah. your first time experience it or what movies are you growing up with or what sometimes growing up with is I wasn't around. Uncle was around and went to the theater when Star Wars, A New Hope came out. Before the, it was called A New Hope. Before it was called A New Hope. Yeah. The there first movies I came out. Before it was out. called A New Hope. Yeah. People forget. It was just, <laughs> it was just hope. No, <laughs> just hope. It was the old, no, same old hope. Star Wars. It was the Bob uh, Star, Star Wars. Bob Wars. Yeah. Um, that was it. The Star Wars. So them, them, you know, your kids being the perfect age of what of getting to grow up with new Star Wars coming out mm-hmm. that they're experiencing with the rest of the yeah. world as this is coming out too, uh, in a very formative like formative ages in in their lives too. It's like. I can't. It's just like I don't know a single child. This is what's. I don't know a single child, and this is not to compare the two. But I don't know a single child who dislikes Jar Jar Binks. It's always the older, the older no, guys fact, who are like, probably a lot of them are say, oh, "Who's your favorite character?" Jar Jar. Absolutely, yes, they love it's Jar Jar. Loved it is, it. and believe it or not, that's George was making it for the that kid. That was why. It was yeah. because. Oh yeah, 
Because a child... You know what? Kids are going to love it. Why? <laughs> because a five-year-old, a ten-year-old a little bit different, or a twelve-year-old, a five-year-old doesn't necessarily relate to Han Solo. Or the, as or, much as a, an older child might go, I don't know if I relate to him, but I think he's cool. You yeah. get the coolness of him. A right. five-year-old's like, and even huh, in the Jar Jar steps in poop, a five-year-old right. goes, hilarious. <laughs> well, that's Best what we need a 3PO and R2 right. for. That, and even that's in the prequels, the gap in the first one. Yeah. Even in the prequels, a five-year-old is not going to maybe resonate with the, you know, Palpatine's politics. Right, the whole political game, yeah. and, and it may not catch right. on to all that. Right, but they'll love Jar Jar. Yeah, I mean, and, I think and we had BB-8 in the in the sequels. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of to give BB-8. BB- let's, oh, I love oh, one BB-8. of the reasons we love the sequels. BB-8 was a home run. Oh man, I mean, BB-8's talk fantastic. about you need a Brilliant. new you need a new droid. I mean, BB we did our droid ranking a long BB-8's time ago. So BB-8 is one of everything. the. It's a perfect design. Mm-hmm. The personality of it, it is the the R two, if not more, of this of this. Uh, yeah, uh, perfectly shared between Poe and Ray. Right. It's funny. I put up a poll on Twitter and I said, "When you see BB eight, who do you think? Who do you who do you picture with the droid?" And so many people were saying Ray. I think I <laughs> and I thought that's hilarious. But he belongs to Poe. It belongs, belongs to Poe, and Poe even says at the end, "What'd you do to my droid?" Right. It's like you heard him, but and then you go to scratch him like a puppy. Hey, buddy. Yeah, hey, hey, buddy. buddy. <laughs> you I'm uh, like that's hilarious. But then you go to that's episode great. nine, and it's. <laughs> It's Ray training and and BB-8 is following her around. What's funny is I think I think of BB-8 with Ray. The reason why though is because of all of the uh, Target Star Wars merchandise. Yeah, you have before Mando. Now now with Mando. Now with Mando, when you see the Star Wars section, a lot of it is Grogu, Baby Yoda stuff, Grogu stuff in Mando, or it is BB-8. BB-8 is synonymous with Star Wars now. Like, yeah. you don't see as much R2 stuff at Target as you do BB-8 I see BB-8 stuff. and no. Dio. Um, Dio, you'll see yeah. Dio stuff. But, like, even on a T-shirt, you'll see a silhouette, and it'll be... Uh, it's supposed to be on Jakku, and it's Ray with the staff, and it's BB-8 yeah. right yeah. next to it. Like, right. that is that yeah. is iconic. That's, that's almost this generation's Luke looking at the Twin Suns, is yeah. Ray with the staff and BB-8 in the sand right next yeah. to yeah. right next to her. Um, so that crushed it with BB-8. Just a cool design, and also is just, like, uh, adorable character-wise. Yeah. Love it. But, yeah, I thought that was interesting because that, you know, struck me the other day. I was thinking... I wonder what other people think. Like, do they naturally think, oh, BB-8 with Ray or BB-8 with Poe? That's so a great it. question. Mm-hmm. And there were people that said Poe. It wasn't like everybody said Ray. It was, you know, there we had there was a good mix right. of both on this poll, but I think the majority ended up voting Ray. I, I thought of thought something else as you were just talking. You know who else got a resolution to their story arc, really? Is 3PO. Oh yeah, three PO. I mean, the, the Chewbacca. most emotional. Chewbacca got his medal moment. But the, Chewbacca. I mean, but the story went on because too. The story yeah, 3PO. that three PO gets in nine is oh. phenomenal. Oh yeah, he finally has a big role, yeah. huge like, role. Like, saves not just so like think, not just like big as in like on screen. That's right. Like acting wise, big as in like crucial to the story. That's right. I and thought it was a sacrificial. It was definitely yeah. justice for three PO there of getting him wow. a ton of. It was also. To me, it was his best comedy stuff too. Yeah, there's yeah. so many good. How things many lines there. did he have? I one I of mean, my favorite is you know they're falling. They're like Ray. You know, they they fall through the quicksand. This is the OT of Bastoon's scene where they're falling there, and 
and um they see the ochi like wreckage and they're looking around like you know right right finn no everyone all right? yeah you didn't say my name so but i'm all right it's <laughs> <laughs> so good you didn't it's say my there's name, so sir. many of these great lines that so uh, good that uh, 3PO has yeah. nine, and but then he has the the emotional stuff as well. How does right. it, how does it look right when she says, "Wipe that smirk off your face, 3PO"? Yeah, how does that look right? It looks yeah. like he does have a smirk. He does. On his face. <laughs> I know. He does. He really wipe that. Yeah. Again, I mean, we just wipe like that highlighting. Look off your face. Are there things that we can nitpick? Sure, you heard some of it in this episode. But yeah. We just want to highlight some of the stuff we we love about it. Not some of the things we're thankful for. One of uh, one of the my. I wouldn't say one of my least favorite, but one of the things that I'm like, oh, it wasn't my favorite right when I saw it in Rise of Skywalker is the somehow Palpatine returned. Or like, they fly now. They fly now. They, they fly, fly now. now. It right. like, wasn't uh, really my they favorite. Fly now. They fly now. They fly, they fly now. now. Was that like, was, uh, wasn't my favorite. It felt like it wasn't necessarily uh, authentic, maybe. It yeah. felt, but I saw, they took a swing. They were going for kind of a jokey little thing. To me, it didn't land. Yeah. It doesn't ruin my part of the movie. Also, having... Having read almost some three fourths of the way through, Uncle just finished um, Shadow of the Sith. Wow, is there a lot of stuff about somehow Palpatine returned? Somehow. It means a whole lot more coming yeah, from Bowman. Seriously, you know, you know, when Bowman right. Kim is talking about uh, secrets, you know, dark magic cloning secrets. This only the Sith and his character, all that stuff. His characters and how he knows that because everyone's like, "Who's this random There's guy? How does he know about the secrets in. of the Sith?" I know how well, Palpatine returned. What's my theory? Somehow. No, he's got it. Say the theory Episode six was a clone. That's Mm. his. Oh yeah, I thought it was he. That's why they look different. That's why he wasn't worried about dying. He didn't care that Luke even tried to strike at him. That's why the whole plan about the overthrow and you can join him. It doesn't matter. That's not me. I think actual Palpatine's behind with a remote. Palpatine wasn't even on the Death Star. That's my theory. He's never left Exegol. Be great he never left Exegol. Great theory. He never left Exegol. He's been there the whole time building, always in the shadows, always controlling things from the shadows. That Dating to the prequels. That goes all the way back. Anakin never he met He wasn't him. even there. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I think but that, yeah, no. I think that fits. Mm. Now, you might call that retcon. I call it brilliant. Eh. I call eh. it brilliant. call it genius. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, it, it maybe doesn't yeah. make sense, but... To me, if we we all learn all about this cloning stuff, we now it goes all the way back to Grogu, and now yeah. we hear about well, <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, I do think it's funny but when people say he's been messing and cloning for a long time. Long time. It <laughs> would totally make sense <laughs> to say that, that he had guy contingency on, plans is an understatement. Yeah. I do think it's funny that Snoke, people gripe. They explain yeah. the 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 fleets. Right. They explain yeah. the people who are yeah. on the fleets. That's like, right. Yeah. All these things that they could have been these little like, oh, so there's been people. Yeah. Like they this actually, been. they yeah. get into all of this stuff. That's right. I do think it's funny when people gripe about how Palpatine, like there's clones of him. He was working on like, you mean the one guy who's been obsessed with cloning from that's day whole, one? That's right. The entire mission's always been about cloning. Who overthrew right. the entire government. Because of clones. The galaxy because of clones. <laughs> Would use cloning? You don't say. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, don't say. Wow. Don't say. Imagine that. Oh, I heard. I heard uh, someone say this a while back, and I thought it was a good analogy too. Of someone predicting before Episode Nine, before the first trailer of Episode Nine, one of the guys was like, "I think that Palpatine is going to come back." I remember heard someone saying that, and someone who was on like a show with them was like, "Oh, they wouldn't." And he's like, "They wouldn't do. That. They wouldn't do that." And and 
this guy's point he made was he said Somehow, to me, was he is through six movies, he's the overall bat. Through the first six movies, he's clearly the overall yeah. bat. Yeah. With Snoke out of the way, there is a big bad that is coming. There's something that's overarching right. this whole thing. Well, and someone made a prediction and said, like, what if he's just working? He's been working stuff from the shadows. We know that he's been trying to do stuff. And he almost hit, like, on the head, like, that he had come back. But his, his analogy was, he said, to me, Voldemort in Harry Potter is what Palpatine is to the Skywalker saga. He's the clear big bad. Yeah. It'd be weird if, if somebody else, if through there. six books in six films, Harry Potter, his number one arch, you know, nemesis is Voldemort. Voldemort, and then the last book, he's just not in it at all. He dies, and, and then, then they like else. just turn. Then they just turn their eyes to like uh, Bellatrix Lestrange is just the, the the smaller bad for the big climax that you would feel sense. like that doesn't feel. Yeah. So someone had predicted that before, and I remember That's- when I watched it and thought. It's a good analogy. I don't think it's going to happen, guy. <laughs> and then the next trailer, and then a, then the first hey, trailer, you said, you know, no one's ever really gone. And I thought, holy crap, that guy's right. <laughs> Who is this guy? Sign him. He was right. Um, so, that's yeah, that's, great. Uh, that's great. So just to me, when, when some people are like, ah, you might have problems with maybe the way you think that it was presented or it's not your favorite. To me, it's still very consistent yeah. as to what could have happened. Right. So, and again, it's also just. What happened? Deal with it. Like, like we always talk about. We like to do. We like to engage that's a shirt with idea. the story. It's what happened. Deal, Deal with, it. with it. We like to engage Eat with the story that's presented. <laughs> Drink your Pepsi. No, it, I mean this is great. Uh, our compassion leaves a trail. Eat your, Eat your mayonnaise and shut up, Star Wars guys. <laughs> our compassion leaves a trail. That would be that, the we got most, a giveaway coming up. The most <laughs> weird shirt. Yeah, Pepsi's fine. That would be like. Be great. Wasn't Nobody would great. ever buy that shirt, <laughs> except for me. Is any except Nate? Would you me. do me a favor? He makes these great shorts. Would you do me a favor and make a short? You put mean together? like shorts that we could wear? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes these great athletic shorts. <laughs> Knits them. They're awesome. <laughs> They're like some. flexible, but they breathe. Just wait to see his winter mittens that he's preparing. He's always in the breathe. shadows knitting. Like, that's what yeah. Palpatine's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's knitting plan. sweaters. It's a Gilbert Godfrey played the, uh, that played is. the emperor. Jaffa, come to Exegol. Are you tired of winter weather? Come to where it's lightning all year round, Jafar. Now he's doing ads for a vacation. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah, it's the brochure. We talked about the brochures last time of. The brochures uh, for the rebellion. We didn't talk about what's the Exegol brochure. Ever been fascinated with the darkest evil in the entire world? You ever world? wanted to double your chances of getting struck by of, lightning? Are you tired of sunshine all the time? Are you tired of hope and peace in the galaxy? <laughs> are you rotten to the core? It's Boy, awesome. do we have a place have for a you. a place for you. <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> Get there quick. Good luck finding it. No, would you make a short video of all the reasons why Palpatine in Episode 6 was a clone? Oh, yeah. You got to give me a list. That'd be a hot take. I bet you. I'd be like, what? Get some comments there. Oh, yeah. We'd get great comments. Well, you can throw, give us some reasons why. I mean, I've given you a couple. Yeah. Yeah. The clone died. He didn't die. That's one. True. He wasn't worried about getting struck down with all all your might and your journey to dark side would be complete. He wasn't worried about that. Yeah, That's true. Yeah, yeah. He's always been into cloning. He's been to cloning. Right? Yeah. 
If you look probably close enough in nine, you see a version of himself in one of those big jars. He's in the reflection Ooh, of. Like, he's in there, looking around like the corner. It. I don't know. I like it. I don't know. I don't know if that's out there anywhere, but I, I like that. It's out there now. My Harry Potter theory is similar. It'd be a great video. Voldemort is Harry Potter in the future. Ooh. It's his future self. <laughs> so he's killing. <laughs> he fights himself. It's him in the future. Like Harry it. Potter. We continue that story along, and then it, it repeats itself because he's now Voldemort and he kills. <laughs> I like it. I so he, I like it. He either is that's is, just is, to make as Batman mad. says. <laughs> that is just to make people mad. As Batman says, you either die the hero or you live long enough to <laughs> defeat yourself as a Horcrux. <laughs> to, be, to lose a nose, yeah. There's <laughs> oh, about villain nose. in there, but I like that one better. <laughs> you either die the hero or you live long enough to watch your nose fall off your face. <laughs> I am Voldemort. That's so good. He fights himself. At the when end are we gonna do our Harry Potter podcast? Uh, mm. The Harry Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it just made sense. The Harry, Harry Podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. That'd we'll do great. that one. We'll do Rocky. It's Rocky. Yep. The Rocky Podcast. Yep. Uh, and then every time we're like, hey, this podcast get off the rocky start there, Mick. <laughs> right, stinks. Yeah, no, That's right, it's rocky. Proper management. It's podcasting. It's proper management. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, kid. Hey, yo, Adrian. You know, like, kid, it's up way past your bedtime, you know? You're also like 45 years old at this point. So, like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my God. Oh, that's gone off the rails. <laughs> Nate? Yeah. Anything else for us? I don't know. Any other reasons? I think we, we love. I mean, we could go all day. We the could. sequels. Yeah. yeah. I want. We wanted to highlight some of the stuff, not just the story moments that we liked, but also just film in general. The yeah. Cinematography, the acting. There's a ton of stuff to There's take so away. So much we love. Sequels, and also just overall, like Mike said, I think we started with it. The pro- arguably the biggest reason of all. We got Star Wars back. Yeah. We got Star Wars back with the sequels. That was the start. We got it back and. uh we wouldn't have the podcast without it, so obviously we're we're thankful that that Star Wars is still around, and we can we can keep diving into new episodes, new shows, new movies coming out. We look forward to all the new projects. Andor's right around the corner, yeah. so we'll be doing our episode reviews for that when that drops. Yeah, but Bad there, Batch is coming up too. There is the one one uh, final thing to always remember as a fan. I think as a fan of any property, because especially in in nowadays when there's reboots and there's talk of uh we were having a discussion the other day of will they do indiana jones after harrison ford and there's been some discussion about that and some quotes yeah. from harrison about like oh, I kid, you know, I I that's young harrison ford but now it's more like this you? um yeah. but harrison said harrison said some quote of like when when in, when i die indiana jones dies and he was like it kind of wanted to end with me um but all i say is encouragement because our compassion leaves a trail encouragement to fans out there even if the next Star Wars project comes out and it's your least favorite thing, it in no way belittles or lessens what you've already loved of the others. So yeah. anyone who's like, uh, well, some of these extreme the takes of like Disney ruined Star Wars or, or I would rather have no more Star Wars than you really would rather you, because you love what you've gotten so much, you would rather not get anything else because you're worried about it ruining. It can never ruin what you have. Yeah, no matter what comes your out first in the experience. future, it will not change the way I, I it love can, the prequels. It, can't. it won't change the way I love the originals. It's not yeah, going to change. It doesn't change lessen that. any. It doesn't change your first experience with Star Wars. It doesn't change. No matter what happens, 
nothing will change the fact that I spent years on the playground and on our grandma's front porch and climbing up trees, pretending that yeah. that uh, We're the in front TIE porch fighters, was, the, was a star and destroyer. Star and Those things happened. I have notebooks full of me and uh, our older brother, Matt, writing our own original Star Wars stories. When I was like six yeah. years old and he was eight, you gotta bring those on here. That. We need oh, to hear some of those. Great. We should get some we should get stuff. those. Like, we should do have someone do like an animation of of one of the stories. We have some that stories that involve awesome. Yaddle. I know that we got some Yaddle stories in there. We if have, there's mm-hmm. one thing I've always wanted more of is Yaddle. It's Yaddle. Talk yeah. about a looker. We're <laughs> 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 talking about Yoda not being a looker. Yaddle, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I've always Yikes. pictured Yaddle being like the ultimate yes man for Yoda. He's like, hmm? Yaddle? Hmm? Yeah, That's all he does. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah there's uh, <laughs> Yaddle says, hmm? Mm-hmm. Huh? <laughs> got him <laughs> because because Yaddle's like linked to you. It, it, That's the funny thing is Yoda is a master in every sense of the word and wisdom. And because Yaddle looks sort of like Yoda in the same species, like you feel like kind of just got grouped in there, like. Just because Yaddle's secretly looking around, uh, like, you you scoundrel, get on the council. What am I doing here? You're probably bright too, mm, bright, mm, yes. and like probably has some the most minimal knowledge of the just force. No force ability, just like, some random. Just got grouped in there, like oh, you're with Yodels, Yodels, <laughs> and he keeps you're skipping friends out with on you're like, friends with LeBron. You're probably great at basketball, also, <laughs> or I just know LeBron. <laughs> yeah. it doesn't necessarily or, yeah. mean anything. I'm we could do a whole show on is what that? Yaddle isn't. Like, <laughs> hands go up to volunteer for the emperor. Yaddle's over there, like, just trying to be small. Yeah, <laughs> Mace like, is looking for volunteers. Was, where like, was Yaddle when Mace went to confront know, Palpatine? He's uh, following Yoda. Following, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, hmm. yeah, he probably is like, I don't even talk that way. <laughs> I don't talk that way. I don't talk yeah, like I that. Don't even talk Yaddle. that way. Yaddle's yeah. talking normal. I love it. Yeah, I was like, um, was that pretty? Did that sound good. I speak more intensely to the Yaddle's. Um, uh, we want to go. Uh, um, go to. Uh, we want. Are we keeping this up? Are we? T- do we also talk like there's a frog really in our throat this? forever? Or can I just be like, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah. When Yaddle talks. Yaddle's just sounds like uh, like Mace. Like, yeah, he's just like smooth talking. <laughs> it's, like, a, it's, it's a Lando. <laughs> They're like, whoa. I want to catch Yaddle in. out of character. Man. Yaddle That's walks all. in on its three-toed feet. <laughs> Three-toed. <laughs> walks in, just he goes, was the good-looking one. Whoa, uh, whoa, what have we here? Jedi Council. <laughs> Goodness. Could we, yeah. Here's a challenge for a podcast at some point. I think it would be great to do the Yoda cast. Where everything yeah. we say has to be in Yoda speak. <laughs> it will be, uh, be a nightmare. That to the podcast, so welcome. To the podcast, oh, welcome. Family. Oh, I thought you meant like doing an impression, too. No, no, no. We just. Oh, okay. I thought the whole I time thought it was, going, too. Mm, I thought speaking, it was time we speak. Yeah. Like Yoda through the entire podcast, we have to speak. First of all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> know what I mean, Not do far. you? Everybody leaves in yeah. the first minute. H- hilarious it would be. Hilarious it would be. Mm-hmm. Forever will it dominate our destiny, though. <laughs> Silence, much of the time, would there be as well. <laughs> Everybody's just thinking about how to say it. Thinking everything. how to do it, we would be. That's Scared, I am. <laughs> oh, Terrible idea Uncle had. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. oh, man. I love Many it. followers Fun. lost there were. <laughs> Still going, this guy. No, I'm done. 
<laughs> I am. No. Uh, well, we any other uh, any other things? Because they're good. Up? That's why I like them. They're good. good. That's it. Good. Nate, yeah. where can the people find us and remind them about our giveaway? Yeah, for those of you uh, sticking around, first off, thanks for tuning in. Thanks, thanks for watching all the way through. If you're still here, we appreciate it. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's here. Don't. <laughs> <you're>, <laughs> Let's we, face we, it. Listen, we see the numbers at this point. <laughs> At this point, I'm almost about to drift off and become one with the force. I think soon one of these podcasts, you're just going to see my shirt just, just sink in and I'm just gone. So if I could do that special effect, I'll figure that one amazing. out. Awesome. That's how we close out every time. Awesome. No, anyway, uh, don't forget to like uh, the video and subscribe if you haven't already. Tell a friend about us at Star Wars Guys. And don't forget to turn the notification bell on because we will be doing a live giveaway here on the channel. We're going to do a live episode uh, once we hit 5,000 subs. We're almost at 4,000 now, so we're getting and close. Nate, what is subs for? Are we yeah. talking sub sandwiches? Submarines like $5 or yeah, sub yeah, 5,000 subscribers here on the channel. We're going to do a giveaway for uh, some Funko Pops, some Star Wars phone cases. We've got our own merchandise we'll be dropping at that time as well. Some cool stuff. Um, some so cool you stuff, won't be yeah. able to buy that stuff immediately. You're gonna. The first people to get our merchandise will come from the giveaway. So, um, oh, I like gonna, it. Exclusive. Away. Yeah, we're gonna have shirts. We've got some Funkos here. We got some phone cases. I might just we're join this giveaway because I've seen some of the shirts and I. Yeah, uh, I like it. Like uh, it, I do. <laughs> we're gonna be giving giving some of that stuff away. Um, all you gotta do is be on the live when we do it. When we hit that five thousand sub marker. Be on the live when we do the giveaway, which is why we like to emphasize turning on that notification bell. And uh, and help us grow. Help us get to the 5,000 subs. Help us get to our goal. The sooner Please. we get there, the quicker we'll be giving that away. And if it all goes well, which we hope it does, we'll be doing more giveaways moving forward. Whoa. So we look forward to it. We whoa, can't whoa, wait. Whoa. Like it. Uh, Just wait till you see what we got for a million. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Um, anyway... <laughs> we'll give away a whole falcon. No. <laughs> give away our children. No, we won't. Isaiah, I'm kidding. We'll give away our car. No, we want a million subscribers so bad that we sell our soul. Like this whole this whole thing is just uh, it's all it's all a ruse. Oh, anyway, you can find us on Instagram. That's at Star Wars Guys Pod to keep up with some information. We post a lot of stuff on there too. Updates, um, some engagement on questions, what you guys want us to do for topics. You can also drop all of that stuff in the comments below. Let us know what you want us to cover in uh, our episodes. And uh, what topics you want us to talk about. We've had mm -hmm. some fun ones that are would-you-rathers. We've also had some deep dives into things like this as to why we like the sequels. So, again, thanks for tuning in. And as always, may the Force be with you. I think it's time to inform the Senate that our abilities to use the Force have diminished. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, Mace. You guys just let entire <laughs> you let the whole thing crumble right in front of you. After he says, I don't trust him. If you made it this far and you enjoyed that episode, don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend about us here at Star Wars, guys. Your support is much appreciated, and it never goes unnoticed. We'll see you all in the next episode.